Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Mega Man Radio Show. I know that uh, this subject material tonight is important because the attacks have already started. Less than two seconds into the show, hacker attacks occurring. Someone tried to take over the chat room. The powers that be do not want this information coming out tonight. But folks, we're going to bring it to you tonight. This is a special show with Steve Quell. Okay, folks, we're back uh, again. Had a bit of a hacker attack. I had to reset and I apologize for the interruption. But I think we're good to go now. And uh, we're going to have special guest tonight, Steve Quill. Steve Quill is going to be speaking on Beginning of Sorrows, Uncertain Tomorrows. Beginning of Sorrows, Uncertain Tomorrows. Let's go ahead and get uh, Steve back online. Bear with me here, folks. This is a live program. I was cut off. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, this is going to be a good show tonight. I can already tell. Um, Steve, um, I apologize. We apparently uh, were under a hacker attack, but uh, I've got control once again. And this show is going to get started, folks. Let me welcome aboard good friend Steve Quill. We're going to be talking about beginning of sorrows, uncertain tomorrows. And... um, I praise God for you, Steve. The microphone is yours, brother. Well, thank you. And and tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the reason I chose that title was based on Matthew 24. You can't escape the end times without dealing with great earthquakes. And even the uh, book of Revelation in chapter 12, 13, talks about the great earthquakes that are going to come that are literally going to shake the planet. Now, we're going to be dealing with Planet X, the tenth planet. We're going to be dealing with solar storms. And I'm, I'm prepared to stay on tonight for as long as the Lord leads us. 
But ladies and gentlemen, the the idea is this. There was a time in America where we had a certainty, a future. A man and a woman would get married, have children, the kids would go to college. Uh, the, the man and the woman, would, the, the single uh, breadwinner, would be able to earn enough money to pay for his uh, retirement, his children's education, a mortgage, and basically have a blessed life and pretty much know that your country stood against what were then known as the forces of international communism, evil, etc. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the point, and by the way, I'm not reading this. This is just what the Lord has impressed upon my heart. We've come to a point where that nation where we used to sing the national anthem and the star-spangled banner, and we used to put our hands over our heart and pledge allegiance to the flag. But the thing that was a common denominator was God shed his grace on thee, on us. Now, I make no apologies to atheists, agnostics. I'm not apologizing for anything tonight. I would only say this, that we are now at the most detrimental time. We are on the precipice of eternity. And I could not get away from that term. Uh, Romy called me a little bit ago, probably 20 minutes ago, and she prayed. And I said, Romy, I need to have you come on later and pray. Because we're in a spiritual battle, unlike any other in the history of the world. So much so, Jesus said, if he did not shorten the days for the elect's sake, there'd be no flesh left alive. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about the things that are going on. Now, first of all, I want to make it clear that based on information that I have studied, written, and everything, that we're under a, if you will, a supernatural war from the principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places using fallen angels, fallen angel technology, demons that have been loosed literally from their confinement to come and make war on the saints. So I don't want anyone to lose track of this term, the precipice of eternity. Uh, it's important that uh, you get a little feel for where we're going to go tonight. Now, again, I received a, a communique from someone who obviously has uh, a deep intelligence uh, background. I do not know him. I do not know his name, nor do I care to know his name. But he sent me an email, and he basically said this. What they, the Illuminati, are using to trigger earthquakes and tsunamis is not hard, but it does operate on a similar principle. They differ in the method of generating the pulses and the frequency band that the pulses are in. They still use phased multi-axis origin pulses to focus energy on a subterranean target as HF phased multi-axis pulses to focus energy on the ionosphere or atmospheric target. That's what HARP does. They deal with the, um, oh, good night, the uh, ionospheric heaters. There are 72 of them around the world, but they, they use the ionosphere, whereas this new... Uh, or forgive me, it's not a new, but a different form of what's called phase multi-axis origin pulse weapons are being used and, and have been used against Japan. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here is the story, and this is critical. The mainstream press in the West is totally brain dead. They are comatose, and they are totally controlled. And I say total, I mean the word total. That means there aren't some that maybe are getting close Everything that goes out in standard broadcast radio, I'm not talking about talk radio now, I'm not talking about blog radio, I'm talking about mainstream radio, is nothing more than a illusory and a cursed and wretched lie machine that's keeping you from the truth. And the truth is this, what's going on in Japan was initiated, what's going on in Japan, if you think about the strategic place that Japan holds in the world of technology, you obviously have to know World War II, and all of the different uh, uh, 
uh, wars that were fought over history, not just in World War II, between Japan, China, and then you get uh, Russia in the midst. You get the United States now trying to project our power into, uh, the, if you will, the Chinese waters, and you've got a perfect makeup for what I would call the quintessential preemptory end-time war. Now today, and this is critical, today uh, I posted on my website an eyewitness trucker who delivered food to Chinese troops south of Laredo, Texas, and Mexico, and I do have a better uh, location. I'm asking any trucker or anybody who wants to break rank for the love of God, and I mean the literal love of God, you're a Christian, that can validate or verify what has gone up on the website. You know, some people say, well, you shouldn't put that up until you can validate and verify it. When a four-star general and multiples tell me over the years we've got 425,000 foreign troops uh, in this country, meaning in the continental United States, and strategically placed forces on both uh, the southern uh, border of Mexico and northern border Canada, I don't know what I can say to you. I'm encouraging everybody, literally, who calls upon the name of Jesus, seek God to find out whether these things be true. No nation in history that was ready to suffer defeat and the best idea I know is Troy. The best illustration historically is the Trojan War. We have a Trojan horse in this country. It's called our debt, our massive debt and indebtedness. It's also called political treason. It's also called more bang for the buck. Years ago, over and I guess it was, Bruce, 10 to 15 years ago, I stated that the uh, decision had been made to sink the United States economy and to absolutely destroy the middle class. I've been on talk radio, I think, 19 years, not with my own show, but I started 19 years ago, warning people that China would be built up, built up. We saw Bill Clinton, obviously, give to the Chinese the Laurel uh, satellite technology, uh, all of our top-secret patents, and it's been the case of everybody trading off technology for debt owed. The Bible says, obviously, that the... Uh, uh, borrower becomes servant to the lender. And that's one of the curses upon this country now is that we have no money. We have the illusion of money called computer entries and bank accounts, but as we're basically flooding the world with paper and the quantitative easing presses are being accelerated, just meaning paper money is being printed and computer entries are being entered, the rest of the world's taking that money, especially China, Russia, and the uh, Arab Emirates, and they're taking the money and they're buying stuff whether it's commodities, farmland, water rights, mineral rights, uh, technologies, uh, oil leases, oil fields, everything that has true value. And remember, from a biblical standpoint, Abraham was plenteous in goods. God blessed him. He multiplied in his herds. He didn't give him Federal Reserve notes. The emperors of China tried to print silk paper. It got them killed. People would not accept it. So now we're at a point, Bruce, where we've got a collective nuclear disaster that is on a, uh, an unimagined scale, except out of uh, war gaming with a, uh, with a full-scale nuclear war. We've got the situation in the United States on the New Madrid fault, where we've got nuclear weapons processing plants and nuclear weapon fuel plants that are literally as vulnerable as that which is in Japan. We've got the warnings going off of a national-level exercise coming up in the very near future concerning the new Madrid. Even as we talk about tonight on this radio program, massive amounts of potassium iodate and anti-contamination and decontamination materials are being moved to the West Coast, and they're not being publicized. So let's get back to China, because this is important. I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to read you. I've been in touch with the... Uh, 
oh, uh, I'm going to be in touch with, or I have been in touch and will be continue to be in touch with a truck driver that gave me this report. And for those of you who would like to know this, and by the way, Bruce, people are saying you need to kick up the volume on my mic. Uh, the the guy who is the um, eyewitness to this is a former ranger. I talked to him at length. Listen, this guy is as solid as they come. He's not a flake. He could tell me so many details that most people who weren't trained by the military to observe different things would pass over. And here it goes, and then I want to comment on his latest send to me. A very worried trucker spent time in relating to me his account of delivering a tractor-trailer load of food to a Chinese military camp 60 miles south of Laredo, Texas. When I questioned him, this is what he stated. The camp is two miles wide by three miles long. There are 10,000 armored vehicles. It blew my mind. I asked him how he calculated the number of armored vehicles, and he said he had time to physically count the rows of armored vehicles as the Chinese soldiers unloaded his trailer. By the way, it's 100 uh, wide armored vehicles by 100 deep armored vehicles. He further stated that each armored vehicle could hold between 8 to 10 men. He went on to relate that he was escorted into Mexico from Texas by Mexican federal police so that the truck wouldn't be hijacked by bandits. He stated that the living quarters were shipping containers modified to accommodate the soldiers and were positioned neatly in rows. Water tanks, generators, and a communication complex, a full military base was operational and in place. It should be obvious that this contingency uh, of Mexican prepositioned Chinese troops and Chinese troops prepositioned in Canada are ready to roll north and south when given the command to do so. Under the United Nations Security Council mandates, it doesn't take much to analyze their purpose. And i, I got to share this, Bruce. I have uh, done everything I know to do to uh, validate this story. I'm asking for help on this. But all I can tell you is this, is that this man was so defined in what he saw. Now, do you remember about uh, five years ago that there was uh, literally uh, ships picked up with uh, individual spies in them living in shipping containers? And actually, some of them sounded like they were a luxury penthouse. Do you remember that story? No, sir. You can can Google it. Good golly. And so the thing is, is that it should come as no surprise. Now, the reason this is hard to find on Google Maps, remember, ladies and gentlemen, Google is not real-time satellite imagery. Uh, you know, the images that you pull up if you go to 60 miles south of Laredo, this is a brand-new road built specifically for this base. It is a brand-new rail line. And so this is why people are having a hard time finding it on Google Earth. Now, there are people that will find out, and, are, you know, I, I won't say anything. I don't want to compromise anything. But we're going to get the answer to this. But let's say that this is true. What that would lead you to believe, and has always been stated, remember this, that the United States military, including the majority of the National Guard, is out of country in either Iraq, Afghanistan, uh, all the places of the globe that were the world's policemen. That was by design. That was part of one of the uh, Soviet defectors, and I forget which one it was, uh, uh, that basically, um, oh, good night, New Lies for Old, or I don't know if it was Golitsyn or one of the other guys, but they were talking about how the United States would be drawn into foreign battlefields so at the time of the invasion of the United States, we would have no troops to defend the homeland. Now, why is this critical at this point? Because under George Bush's agreement with China for buying our debt, they were given the right of eminent domain, and they were also given the right to place uh, contingencies within the country to enforce their uh, commercial rights. 
most people would be probably uh, pretty upset to know that the majority of uh, mortgages in this country are either owned by the Chinese or by uh, the different United Arab Emirates or Saudi Arabia, etc. So what we see now is a perfect storm. Now let's. I'm going to go back and forth, and I'm going to try and stay on subject. I want to give you, uh, Bruce, if I can, and the listeners, the best uh, location I can. Now, again, for those of you that might have the skills and ability to get a certain uh, company or get a certain country's satellites to go in on this area, he said this. He looked at the different maps that people had sent me, and he said that wasn't the right place. He said we turned right, this is the trucker, off of 85 towards the southwest for most of the trip. And he said he's going to try and find it, and again, uh, listen to this. He said, I have looked. This is from the trucker. I've looked at the Google Maps. I don't see what I'm looking for. It's a new road along a rail line, but that doesn't show up for me. I'm looking on the west side of Route or Route 85 near Arroyo Blanco, but nothing. There's grocery loads going there every day, and I will ask around. So truckers, anybody who's listening to me tonight, please, if you have delivered loads to that and you have the GPS coordinates, this is, you know, Bruce, if, if, if we've ever watched Red Dawn or the remake of Red Dawn, which, by the way, took place in Detroit, it's got to be obvious that I think God is sending signals. Now, I'm going to take a breath and let you talk. That was 18 minutes straight. You know, folks, uh, Red Dawn was remade in 2010, and it's been put on the shelf. Not sure the release date, but from the uh, information that has come out, it's not Russia and Cuba this time. It's uh, it's China. <laughs> I think China with the Russians, in fact. Uh, interesting that they decided to shelve that. Um, folks, it can happen just like that, under our noses. And you know what's uh, interesting is, uh, look at what Rumsfeld said when he was back Secretary of Defense. He said, uh, at the first sign of trouble in America, we will not hesitate to call in peacekeeping troops. Isn't that one of the reasons they merged um, NORTHCOM? Uh, United States and Canada, we could even have Canadian soldiers, uh, Polish soldiers, Australian soldiers, um, soldiers from Eastern European bloc coming in and doing peacekeeping missions here in America. So we're in trouble, my friends. Uh, the, the government knows what's time, what time it is, and um, we've got all this uh, focus right now on Japan on the, the nuclear fallout, but the, the question is, Steve, and I wanted to pick your brain, are we really in any danger here in America from the nuclear fallout, or are they just going to use this as an opportune time? Uh, like the one guy says, we never let a emergency go to waste. Right. He, he Actually, the quote is, we never let a crisis go to waste. Crisis. You know? Well, Absolutely. I mean, we are in danger because I don't think people understand ionizing radiation. And first of all, when you've got U.S. Navy ships 175 miles away from uh, the epicenter of not the earthquake, but of the melting down reactors, and they're hosing down the decks, and I, the numbers I'm seeing in uh, uh, what are called uh, microsieverts or centigrades or REMS or millirads are all... Uh, indicative of initial doses of 40 rems. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing that everyone has to remember. Radiation is cumulative. If you were to get one rad or two rads a day for 30 days, you've got 60 rads. They also can call them rems. There's a conversion, but that stands for rentogen equivalent man. Then what's happening, Bruce, I've noticed they're even skewing using uh, the European standards of microsieverts 
and they're they're changing, if you will, the way most people who are trained on uh, radiac equipment, that's radiation monitoring equipment, they're changing uh, over to the different scales to, I believe, obscure the true nature of how uh, dangerous it is. I want to I want to send I want to read to you. And this is going to be a different show tonight. I don't know how this is going to go, but I have a feeling in the Lord it's going to take some turns here pretty soon. And I don't mean because of me. Uh, it says, Steve, this is from a friend of mine. Rick, I know him for a lot of years. I just arrived in LA, LAX at 2 p.m. today, March 15th, to see my family. He came in from Europe. Upon clearing customs and leaving the airport at about 3.30 p.m., my nuclear radiation alarm started sounding. Oh, Lord. It sounded a single chirp, which indicated radiation levels of 0.1 rad, and continued sounding the single chirp until I made it to my family's home here and went inside. I've tested this three times now. If I take the radiation alarm outside, it resumes a level one warning, uh, one rad per hour, or, excuse me, one-tenth of a rad per hour. As soon as I take it back inside, it stops. I can come to no other conclusion that the, that, than this, that the radiation from uh, the initial Japanese nuclear accident has made landfall in the continental U.S., specifically between LAX and Long Beach, California. I don't know about the other areas, nor do I know how long ago the radiation made landfall, as I only arrived in the country at 2 p.m. today. Please get the warning out. I highly doubt we will hear about this on the media or from any other government agency. Hopefully we can get access to more sophisticated monitoring equipment to determine how widespread this is and what specific radioactive isotopes we are dealing with. We know that radioactive iodine-131 and cesium-137 were released in the steam, and they are both water-soluble. However, we don't know the amounts. We don't know if the spent fuel rods were caught up in the explosions. And if they were, we could be dealing with uranium and plutonium as well. Well, I'm here to tell you that, yes, we're dealing with uh, uranium and plutonium most likely because that's the way the Japanese reactor design was storing. They were storing the spent fuel rods on top of the active reactor. Do you remember oh, reading that, Bruce? God have mercy. So uh, Steve, I got up this morning and I checked my email, and a buddy in Israel asked me to do a favor. Uh, I open it up, and he says, can you please get me some potassium iodide? First thought came to me, nuke pills. I, I wrote him back, and I said, check with nuke pills. And I just made the assumption that they were in stock. Something told me to go and look later on in the day, Steve, today, and I went over, and they've got a notice here completely sold out, wiped out, one of the biggest the potassium iodide suppliers in America. What's going on, brother? <laughs> Well, I think it's obvious. Listen, if Finland's worried about potassium iodide, and actually iodate is a better form of it, and I want to share this, if people can't get potassium iodide or iodate, and they should be taking iodate, iodate as yes. opposed to iodide, the, yeah. the, the, they can go and they can get, for instance, uh, kelp, and they can start taking kelp. You know, you can get it from the different nutritional stores and stuff. That will probably sell out by tomorrow. But the point is, is that Americans are absolutely... It seems like in that what I call uh, dull, I'll, I'll give them a little more credit, dulled and dumbed down by the mainstream media. Notice that the, the stories are changing. There are, there are reliable sources, even uh, public sources that you can go to, saying that the Central Intelligence Agency and the U.S. government and the State Department and everybody else is taking control of all of the information coming out of Japan. And ladies and gentlemen, that's for a reason. In the world of compartmentalized intelligence, and that just means that specific people, no matter what their clearances are, or forgive me, based on what their clearances are, are only cleared to a certain level of intelligence. 
Well, when it comes to spin control, media control, and the flow of information, it wants to be, or forgive me, it begs to be controlled by those who are controlling it because the last thing they want, meaning the Luciferian powers that be, is for people to panic before they're all in place. Bruce, even tonight I've been receiving emails about the Denver International Airport having 52 police cars and, uh, you know, big wigs, it looks like, headed into the underground structure. People don't know this. The Denver International Airport, you've heard rumors over the years and people who have worked there, but the whole place under Denver International Airport is honeycombed with tunnels and everything leading to all the different uh, uh, buildings. And for the record, Denver International, that whole area around DIA, is the new, uh, if you will, capital of the United States when Washington gets taken out. Absolutely. So whether, you know, and it's no, Absolutely. it's no, let me say this. This is no longer conspiracy theory. This is basically in your face radiation. It doesn't matter the agnostic, the atheist, or the ignorant Christian. If they think, ah, this won't, this is nothing, it'll blow over. Yeah, it'll blow over them. And the radiation is cumulative and based on circling the globe and how long, depending on the winds aloft, the jet stream, barometric pressure, and other like uh, weather attenuation, uh, earthquake attenuation, the all the things that are going on, those particles can join. The fallout basically means this. When a nuclear detonation or explosion goes off, the solid matter is caught up into the mushroom cloud. Now, there are reports of people actually seeing the mushroom cloud. And if you look at the aerial photos that are even on the Internet of the different towers, I mean, they're blowing. They're not just leaking. They're blowing to kingdom come. So now we're at the, uh, what do I say this? We're at the fisher, I'm trying to be really gentle tonight, fish or cut bait stage. You know, the thing that people have got to understand about potassium iodide and iodate, and again, I would recommend iodate, is the fact that it only blocks the thyroid against specific uh, forms of radioactive iodine. It does nothing to protect you from radiation. Now, uh Tomorrow I'm going to post on my website some of the smartest chemists from around the world and nutritional scientists who have done work on this. Most of them live out of the country or live in hiding because of the goon squad that wants to suppress their information are going to be you know, writing up a 16-page brief that I'll be posting on my website that will help people understand what they can do nutritionally to not only uh, you know, enhance their immune system, but look, for instance, turtles. Turtles, it takes 15,000 rads to get a lethal dose on a turtle. That would be basically uh, uh, almost 30 times the lethal dose for a human. Okay, so the scientists have gone out and figured it out. Look, if a turtle can withstand that kind of uh, uh, destructive bombardment of uh, radiation and ionizing radiation, why is it so? Well, the point is, is that there is a lot of stuff that's been classified. And by the way, if you want to know the most interesting conspiracy on, and this, you know, that what people would call it a conspiracy, there was a gentleman who was murdered, and look up photo deactivation. Of, uh, uh, of uh, nuclear isotopes, photo deactivation. Basically, a gentleman came up with a way to make a radioactivity 
non-radioactive using intense light and specific frequencies. Just as a laser can be used to create laser fusion, specific wavelengths of light and specific, uh, oh, good night, uh, harmonics even can make a uh, energetic particle not energetic. Guess what? The people that built nuclear weapons or somebody had him assassinated. I'm not saying within our country, but somebody in the world did not want the threat of nuclear weapons being absolutely neutralized, taken out of the equation. And it's called photo deactivation. I think it's on my website about five years ago, but if you go on my website, stevequail.com, and click on it, you can probably be led to the story of photo deactivation. So we've got other things that are going on. Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, DARPA, uh, is uh, basically been dealing with different substances and different uh, ingestible substances that can basically protect the body against cellular destruction. Now, we're going to, depending on the exposure rate, you know, some of these people got 40 REMs or 40 uh, RADs in a day. Uh, just to let you know, it's considered too much exposure for a, a worker in the nuclear field to get five RADs an entire year. That's why they have milli-RAD counters or milli-centigrade. Uh, uh, they, they have absolutely received eight times the allowable uh, threshold level of exposure in one day. So if that goes on for five days, you've got 200. There's a fight on. You can read different charts, but at about 400 to 500 uh, uh, rads in a day, and then time and exposure are the two keys. Over time, your body has a chance to repair itself. Instantaneous exposure to, let's say, you know, that type of uh, uh, radiation exposure can obviously take 50% of the population down. So, Steve, uh, there's a question from the chat room. It says, ask Steve, is REM the same as RAD? Yeah, for all practical, pur for all practical purposes, yes. We've also got reports coming in right now from the listeners that uh, – People on Amazon right now are even scalping potassium iodate and charging 250 to $500 for a dose. My goodness. Well, uh, again, you can go to the General Nutrition Center and buy kelp, and you can check. There's also some other iodine supplements that are more, uh, I would say, helpful. And, again, Bruce, the, the thing is people will scalp everything, and it should tell you that we're in, I would call, the pre-panic phase. Now, should people panic? No. Should they be informed? Yes. Here's what I want everybody to do. Go on ki4u.com. That's the letter K, the letter I, the, the number 4, and the letter U.com. Shane Connor put the, a, a wonderful essay together on everything you need to know about nuclear oh, yeah. radiation, about uh, yes. uh, protection. Uh, you can also download uh, uh, off of the Internet free Cress and Kearney's Nuclear War Survival Skills book. It's free. It has all the charts and graphs, but here's the thing. You've got to protect about against ingesting particles, meaning breathing, and if it gets bad enough, Bruce, then people have got to understand that a house will give you some protection against alpha and beta radiation. Well, certainly alpha, beta radiation, but gamma radiation, it does not give you protection against, so you're going to need to have uh, what one person said, four feet of dirt or the equivalent. 
meaning you you know the best place for people to be is in a concrete basement and that concrete basement meaning four sides and then a roof over your head that has sandbags on it and you can build an expedient fallout shelter in your basement by taking a door off the hinge getting some cinder blocks and then absolutely sandbagging over the door and you you know and you've got hopefully people have thought of this, but nuclear war survival skills gives you expedient sheltering. That means something you can build in a couple hours if you have to. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we're not just talking about nuclear reactor incidents right now in Japan. We're talking about the same kind of potential for even worse situations should the new Madrid go off or the, you know, the infamous California coast reactors. And, you know, San Onofre and, uh, what, uh, Diablo or, yeah, is it... Um, uh, Diablo pointer, whatever the two reactors are, and I was just there, you know, last week. So, meaning driving by them. The thing Steve, is, is uh, that we are we're at a point now and a place in time that there are no guarantees for tomorrow. You see, Bruce, what people will have been, I'd say, uh, manipulated into is a place of becoming dependent upon the system and being so specialized in allowing everybody else to do everything for them, they don't possess basic living skills. And if you notice, and maybe someone could correct me and they can email you in the chat room, but I I have a question. I don't know because I don't listen to them. Are any of the mainline rapture preachers talking about uh, getting ready and preparing and how serious this is, or are they still trying to shake the last dollars out of the last pocket of the last living congregant? And Brother, I think incredible. you're in, uh, in denial. <laughs> they yeah. say, you know, that's only for those that are left behind. Folks, uh, the biggest line in the the history of books, the Left Behind series, because <laughs> we're all going to be left behind to go through it if you're alive in the last days, which I believe are upon us right now, brother. Steve, some people are saying, but I, I thought my local um, municipality had a fallout shelter. Those were just decommissioned, uh, courtesy of Bill Clinton, were they not? Well, actually, they were decommissioned even before him, but they were pretty much done away with. Uh, any older buildings, especially Art Deco, and again, can you give the volume out? Can you turn up my volume out to the people? I'm getting emails saying they can't hear me. Uh, what they need to do is, if they're listening through the blog talk player, they need to make sure that their notch is all the way up to the top level. Um, okay, so you can't physically give me any more volume. I won't. It'll have to come from your end. Okay, well, uh, you know, I've got my volume going out at the max, so I, I would can, guess uh, that. I can hear you fine, so I think that okay. listener uh, probably has a problem with their computer speakers. Try putting in headphones, folks. Sometimes your laptop speakers are just not powerful enough. But, uh, Steve, my understanding was uh, the fallout shelters that were all across the country in the 50s and the 60s, they've since been decommissioned. Um, their their rad equipment uh, has been sold off as surplus, and Basically, people are on their own, are they not? Right, and I want to put a, I want to put to death, and I mean that word because it'll be your death if you listen to the horse manure people saying you need a seventy-two hour kit. The point is, is that seventy-two hours, these poor people in Japan, and I, you know, my heart goes out to them. Look at what they're facing, okay? Because again, they had, and 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 their their culture is different than ours, and and look at how wonderfully, uh, uh, in, in essence, uh, when I say well behaved, and I don't mean that in a negative sense, but but the point is, is that you do not recognize how ill prepared you are until something strikes suddenly. 
And so, you know, when I say a 72-hour kid, I used to say, well, I, I won't say what I used to say because I'm trying to do better. But that's insanity. You know, we're talking about uh, basically a breakdown in the food production of the planet. We're talking about, and I believe that's all by design, we're talking about rupturing aquifers. And it doesn't matter when people, oh, that's never going to happen. Nobody has postulated more clearly or concisely or articulated the difference in uh, groundwater depth, I believe, than I have over the years. I'm not blowing uh, wind in my own sails. I'm just saying it. I talked about the Ogallala Aquifer the very first month I was ever on talk radio. So what we're being ruptured when the New Madrid goes off and with all the ground movement. Now we've got, obviously, the plate shifting you know the Asian, uh, pl- the the Pacific Asian plate shifting, and and we've got these. Uh, how do I say that? We've got all these converging factors. And I put up an uh, email, or yeah, I think it was an email of a prophecy where an angel, literally, I think it was Timothy Snodgrass, was showing the wheels turning, and and the angel said, "You can't stop the wheel from turning if the hub is turning." And the angel pointed to Indonesia, and that's why. Uh, Sue Bradley wrote an essay, and you know what? Of all the stuff I've ever posted on my website that is so critically important on Anak Krakatau, K-R-A-K-A-T-A-U, I think it only got a couple hundred views because people just didn't think it was that important. It's the whole key to understanding the bottomless pit, what comes out of the bottomless pit, and what's going to be taking place. But you see, people say, well, I don't want to hear that spiritual stuff. Okay, well, let's hear the physical stuff. If you don't prepare, you're not going to make it. That's not being mean. It's not being, I I love it. I'm so mean-spirited. Mean-spirited? Look, I've been pleading with people. Bruce, you you and I met a long time ago, but I've been pleading with people to recognize that when they're going to need some help, chances are there's going to be nobody there. And I want to say this. If you think because somebody calls himself a Christian or a patriot, they're on your side. I got an email from a, 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 a retired Marine, okay? And he told me that he had a neighborhood meeting. I won't even tell what part of the country. And basically, he was informed that the people, if he wants to live, he'd better join with the the people that are going to go out and take what they need. And these are supposedly civilized people because they said, you know, blank, when this comes, all rules are off the table. Steve, so I, 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 I had I people come into my, uh, my gun shop, which many know was uh, one of the nicest in uh, North Georgia one time. Uh, when I was operating it, and they said, uh, hey, we'll just take what we need by force. And, folks, these weren't the average people off the street. These were, other <laughs> the, these were some people that had uh, the means to prepare. And you know what? That's the mentality of most people out there. You know, uh, like you've always said, Steve, when the time to act comes, the time to prepare is over with. If people are scalping potassium iodate, charging $500 on Amazon right now, folks, what do you think they're going to do when there's a food riot? Do, do people forget, Steve, when they were having to make the exodus out of Miami because of the hurricane and people were selling ice cubes for a dollar apiece? If you, if you, if you don't have well, it in I think, textbook, I think there's collectively a short-term memory loss. Listen, I just received two from a Midwest policeman who listens to my show and he's become a friend. He said they are, they're being handed out radiation detectors even as we speak. God have See, uh, and that, yeah, that, no, okay, you say this, okay, Bruce, okay. Look, we're talking about one-tenth of a rad in L.A., but yet law enforcement guys, and he's also saying that C-130s are flying all over his uh, 
area of uh, policing and all day long, you know. So something's getting ready to happen. Here's what I, I believe has happened, ladies and gentlemen, and you pray about this, and you take it to the Lord in prayer and ponder it. Why have we seen so many uh, reports, heard reports, seen C-130s flying, heard the pilots who flying them saying they're being they're practicing low-level uh, drops so that they can drop uh, supplies to the troops that are going to be tr- chasing the patriots in the mountains, specifically in, in Colorado. Why are there so many reports of people running into Al Cuppet? Mr. C has been doing a great job over the past, what, 14 years or so, warning people, people running in Germans who openly say, we're here to take your guns away. Or the reports that Hawk got of Canadian generals bragging uh, that, you know, the stupid Americans, when they're hauled off to the camps, all their stuff becomes theirs. By the way, just so you know how these men of, uh, are being paid, all these mercenaries, they get to keep what they take and take what they keep. So, you know, the thing is, is that we're like, we're like uh, literally Jerusalem during the time of the prophets. Isaiah's time when they were, you know, and Jeremiah's time when they were literally being surrounded by the Romans and stuff, and, and, and being surrounded by not just the Romans, forgive me, in their day, but, uh, you know, the different Assyrians or, uh, yeah, Assyrians, and they're sitting on their rooftop patios drinking, partying, and basically talking about how cute the invading soldiers are, you know? Steve, and, I've and heard I, that I, the, uh, the Chinese military have already been told, point fact, when you invade America, uh, the women folk are yours. And we're talking it. in a country where they've got a billion Chinese men, and you're only allowed to have one child. So who do you think is going to get aborted, folks, the, the boy or the girl? You've got a, you've got a billion China, China men that are looking for a women folk. Yep. Well, again, you know, uh, it's it's just beyond anything. And, and look, you know, we're talking about 1.2 billion uh, Chinese, approximately. So, uh, you know, you can you can take a million, two million, three million men and, and hide them any place you want, especially in Mexico or Canada or in the woods. Here's this. Uh, uh, you know, the thing is, is that uh, he here's another email coming in. A friend of mine went to the Boise Airport last week to pick up a friend at midnight. There were Chinese men about the age of 19 to 29 all getting off the planes and all getting on unmarked Navy blue buses, okay? Steve, we have sold ourselves out, brother, for some cheap Walmart goods. We send our dollars to China, folks. They turn around and buy up our industry. They're buying up our real estate, and they're preparing for their invasion. And Dimitri Dudeman saw it, did he not? Red Dawn Henry. Henry Groover and Henry weeps and gets teary-eyed when when he sees what what's going to go on on the east or excuse me on the west coast you know from Seattle down I mean actually the California coast changes radically it doesn't exist in the form you now see it but I mean talking about you know and I, look you know Bruce I hate to go here and I'm I, I'm fighting with the Lord saying right now and pray for me people. I don't want to cause fear. I believe that telling people what's going to happen is the antidote for fear, okay? But look, if you take the most brutal times in history, and then you go to what Henry, uh, you know, Henry, what uh, Dimitri Dudamo was told, the angel of the Lord said the human mind cannot even comprehend how bad it's going to be. And I know history. I know ancient history. I know prehistory pretty well. I know the battles. I know what's fought. And, and, and Jesus said there's never been a time like it, nor would be again. You know, well, why were the warnings happened. given to us, Steve, so we would know ahead of time, folks, so would not catch you and I like a thief in the night. 
If you knew where you were going to be broken into, folks, would you continue sleeping into the wee hours of the morning and wait for the thief to break through and slit your throat? No, you would be waiting for him at the door with your 12-gauge shotgun. What I'm well, saying here tonight is the, the warning is sounded so people can get prepared because the word says my people are just lack of knowledge. We're trying to impart some knowledge tonight to allow you to make some preparations while you can, number one, spiritually, number two, physically, so you don't have to be in the FEMA food line going into the Superdome. Well, again, uh, for those who are wondering and looking in Google Earth and those who are familiar with uh, 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 Mexico, especially the border area of Mexico, it looks like... uh, the area that's been uh, pretty much designated by someone who's in that area is between Sabinas Hidalgo and, Lam- and I'm pronouncing this wrong, I apologize, Lampazos de Naranjos, N-A-R-A-N-J-O-S, so it's between Sabinas Hidalgo and La- Lampazos de Naranjos, N-A-R-A-N-J-O-S. I don't know, Bruce, if you speak Spanish, did I just murder that? You hablo espanol. Muy bien, señor. Okay. Uh, anyway, I did, uh, I'm just reporting this, and again, the thing is, is that, we're, we're here, look, what's the benefit of knowing this? If, if I were living on the West Coast and I knew that we were going to get a massive dose of radiation, look, it doesn't just blow over once. This stuff circles the globe. The wet bots are claiming nine times, Okay. I can't speak to that. All I can tell you is I know what ionizing radiation does, and, you know, the point is is that there comes a point where, depending on what you're exposed to, the different isotopes of uh, uranium, the different isotopes like cesium-137, and if we start getting plutonium, good night, one particle of plutonium is going to kill you. And I'm not saying that everybody has to... uh, uh, you know, run out and, and spend $500 for potassium iodate. First of all, I think you'd be smarter finding a, a, you know, a place, identifying a place. If you'll identify a place, usually a public place from that was built in the 50s or 60s, there's going to be a basement, even a parking garage on the lower level, provided it doesn't have an opening out to the outside, is going to be a good place. You know, the, the irony in this is all the rich people are probably going to be the first to get whacked I'm not talking about the Illuminati now. I'm talking about the ones that think they can stay in their uh, Malibu mansion. And the guys who are living under the uh, streets in Las Vegas are probably going to be the safest ones of all. Steve, you let's see, look at the – uh, go ahead, Bert. You finish. No, I'm just saying they've had to adapt, you know. Yeah. And again, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about a blitzkrieg. The truck driver said each of the armored vehicles, and if somebody wants to send me – go on uh, Jane's, anybody who's a subscriber to Jane's – all the world's weapons, or you can look it up on the Internet, uh, Chinese armored personnel carriers. He said they would carry 8 to 10 men each, so you're talking 80 to 100,000 men. Steve, let's look at the historical precedent for preparation. And let's just use, let's use the Word of God, folks. The Word of God will not lie. Every word is true, and it's there for a reason, that we may learn. Look at uh, Noah. Noah was warned of judgment that was coming, and he prepared an ark to the saving of his family. Only eight were saved, folks. The others laughed. They said, you know, hey, I don't believe this warning that you tell me it's going to rain, blah, blah, blah. And they laughed at him, made fun of him until the rain descended. But then it was too late for them. He was saved. Look at Joseph, Steve. Joseph, who went into uh, captivity, and God prepositioned him there so that he could save his family because the whole world was under uh, dirt. The famine was in the land. And what did he do? He believed the warning. He made some preparation. He put back some grain or corn, and um, when the famine came, 
He prospered. His family were able to eat and survive. All we're telling you to do, folks, is believe the warning, make the preparations you can, and having done all you can do, you stand. It's not a, a spirit of fear we're trying to propagate. We're merely saying uh, to be forewarned is forearmed. When the time to act comes, the time to prepare is over with, as Steve has said for many years. And, folks, if you had listened to Steve in the past, you could have tripled your money right now. Steve, what's going on with silver? Like $35, $36 an ounce? It's crazy. Well, but yeah, you but it also sold off today because of the Tokyo Stock Exchange being down. The Nikkei Dow was down uh, 14% late at night, closed down 11%. Uh, silver and gold and the precious metals have turned around. Uh, I just got word, by the way, at 6 o'clock my time, I'm Mountain Time, okay, in Bozeman. I called one of my friends who's a trader, and he was just on the line to Asia. And he said, they told him they're going to come in. He said, every time there's a dip in the metals, the Chinese are buyers, okay? So the point is, is that what simply can be stated is this. I said it earlier in the show. Stuff, meaning actual tangible stuff. What's a, what's a can of uh, beef stew worth to somebody who's driving a Cadillac and is starving? Well, obviously, the guy traded his Cadillac for a can of stew. And this is the thing that I've tried to warn people about for all the years. Look, it's amazing that if you – and I've learned something. Most people who criticize preparedness are scared, okay? And by the grace of God, Bruce, and I just want to thank everyone who stood with me in helping the vets and helping the single moms. I've had some people who are so amazing that, you know, I'm, I'm just blessed to even call on my friends. But we've been able to really help a lot of people. Now, a lot doesn't mean hundreds of thousands, but to the, the small flock that has been listening to me, I'm telling you this, that when needs come up, God meets those needs. And the only, you know, there's only been one or two exceptions where people have tried to abuse it. But in general, and that's why I post the testimonials, because I want people to know that when you make a difference in someone else's life, you know, then that's, that counts in the kingdom of God. And Henry Groover was showing what our raiment is like in heaven. Every good deed, and, and, and you know, they used to say, what, every good deed uh, doesn't go unnoticed or something? Uh, that's, a, that's a literal truth in the kingdom of God. The, the Lord gave Henry a vision of the angels literally taking threads, and they're golden threads. And everything that was done in life, is it's like a tapestry of your life. Here you go. A tapestry of your life clothed in the glory of God. Now, wow, I've never said those words before in my life. The tapestry of, of, of your life clothed in the glory of God. You know, so look, there's going to be some threadbare Christians that are going to make it barely by fire. And the thing is, is that, you know, I, I mean... Oh, I, I, I'm almost speechless at this point because there's so much I want to say, so I've got to slow down, okay? And again, the thing that is critical to everyone is that you're on your own. Bruce, have you ever been betrayed by a Christian? I'm not going to go there, but have you ever? Brother, we were just talking to someone today. You know where all the attacks come from most of the time? Are from people that call themselves Christians. The people of the world that don't profess uh, Jesus Christ don't give me the hard time that the Christians do. Betrayal, absolutely. Right, you know, I mean, I, you know... Uh, They'll throw you under the bus and then back over your head. <laughs> yeah, Scripture calls them children of disobedience, okay? And, and so here's the thing. People can either, you know, I remember a word of the Lord, you know, and the Lord basically said you can either prepare now and leave with something or don't prepare and leave with nothing. 
and maybe some of those of you who've listened to my radio show all these years, God bless you, who've stuck with me, you know, uh, the thing is, is that that was a pretty telling statement. Because let, listen, here's the preparation. Jesus had to go into Egypt to protect his life. Did God know that Jesus would be going into Egypt and when he sent Mary and Joseph with Jesus down into Egypt? Of course. Did God put it on the three wise men or the three magi's heart, whatever you want to call them, to bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh? Sure, he didn't bring IOUs, derivatives, and treasury bonds, you know. They didn't bring IOUs from Pharaoh or, or the king of uh, or Roman script. What they brought was stuff, real stuff. And the thing is, is that's what Jesus and Mary and Joseph lived on the years in exile. Then we get to Noah. You brought it up. Noah was mocked 120 years, and guess what? It didn't rain in those days until the canopy was broken up. The fountains of the deep were broken up, and the canopy that was over the earth that created the greenhouse effect that basically watered the earth, that's when all literal hell broke loose. So, you know, Noah's sitting here building the ark for 120 years, ridicule, mocking, and it's a truth in life. No word of God spoken by a man of God to the people of God are ever received or is ever received by the people of God at the time God speaks it. Ever, ever, ever. Good example, Jesus, our Savior. Who listened to him? Who has believed our report, the prophet said, you know? Jesus said to the religious people of his day, which of the prophets did your fathers not stone, you know? And so everybody's stumbling over, they want another way to get eternal life, and they won't accept God's answer to eternal life or the keys of life. Folks, how much easier can you get it? It's a gift. Eternal life through Jesus Christ is a gift. You can't buy it, you can't earn it, you just need to receive it, because there's no other name written under heaven by which man might be saved. But you know, Steve, I think really um, what it is, is people have become jaded and lukewarm, you know, they... They say, no, it's happened over in Japan. It could, it could not happen here. And, you know, Steve, I heard that the uh, the hit that Japan took was a thousand times the punch that Haiti received. And uh, you know what? Those people over there were prepared for the earthquake. The tsunami, no. Who can prepare for that? The earthquake, yes. And, uh, you know, uh, there should have been more damage over there than there was just from the earthquake alone. And then I saw pictures of the people, you know, they're uh, they're standing in lines, they're not looting. They're not rioting. Folks, if that same thing were to happen here, all of our cities would be crumbled. We're not prepared for earthquakes of that uh, scale. Uh, what happens when we have um, problems here? We have L.A. riots basically break out, folks. There are people that will go to the streets and kill each other just to get a, uh, a special over at Walmart on Black Friday. You don't think that <laughs> there's not going to be trouble when there's a real crisis here in America? So all we're trying to do is tell you that uh, people will be at their most basic instinct. It'll be dog-eat-dog. Dog. They're not going to care about you. They'll run over children if they have to to get theirs. So there's a lot of uh, wisdom and preparation. You know, I was looking at what the Word says over in Proverbs, written by who? The smartest man ever lived, King Solomon, Steve? And he yep. says, and, you know, I listen, he was the smartest man who ever lived as long as his heart was seeking God. When his heart was seeking the gods, the G-A-O-D-S, and the idols of the women he was, let's just say this, too involved with, you know, and should have never been involved with in the first place. Isn't it like that? Just the devil to take him at his most vulnerable point. Solomon and Samson, interesting individuals. They were both unique in history, the smartest and the strongest, but what took them down 
their lusts, their passions, and, and they're, they're forgetting who made them great. You see, this is, this is a great story. You know, I, I love the story of Samson because even as, as in his last-ditch effort, he turned back to God and he wanted to destroy the house of Dagon and, and basically saying, I'm sorry. He showed he was sorry with his life. I don't know the outcome of Solomon. But again, here's the, the metaphor, Bruce. It's melting down in Japan. The financial mar- mar- markets are melting down here. They're melting down around the world. This is all brought down by the Prince of Darkness and his Illuminati minions to basically destroy all that God made, this beautiful, lovely, fair, uh, wonderful. I, you know, I was thinking a, a cool breeze or a warm breeze in Montana. You want a warm breeze about this time of the year, you know. But just the smell of fresh air, and I thought, the acrid smell of hell. I even saw where on World Net Daily now, some of these guys who are supposedly Christians are saying there's no such thing as eternal hell and damnation. Well, I'll tell you what, then they're heretics and they're not Christians, because Jesus said there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, and where their worm dieth not. You see, the fear of God is no longer in the land, okay? Look, we all, we all have so much to be grateful for. But when you quit being grateful, you quit being thankful. When it just launches us into Romans chapter 1, that when men knew God, they, 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 they didn't want to glorify Him, neither give thanks, but they became vain in their imaginations, professing themselves the wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible, incorruptible God into one like imagery. So what is it? Everybody's got imagery. They've got that Damavision imagery, you know? They've got basically noise, iPods, iPads, you know? We got every form of electronic stimulation going into our temporal neural system, and our, our uh, you know, our entire brain is supercharged on the prince and power of the airwaves. Yet so many Christians I talk to, and, and they say it, and they mean it honestly. They want to hear the voice of God. And that's why I've asked Romy to come on later on in the show and pray that you'll hear the voice of God. Because, Bruce, look, I make no apologies. If without the, the, the person of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit of God, moving in us and through us, filling us with his power and presence, we cannot overcome this thing, Okay. I'm not going to argue theology with people. Look, I got it the same way. They got it in Acts chapter 2, 10, and 19. The baptism of the Holy Ghost. Look, you can talk about the five virgins wise and the five unwise virgins. They were all virgins, but the point is we need what God has given us to get us through this. And what I believe God's doing, and this isn't some corny preacher on TV saying, send me your dollars and I'll pray for a special anointing. You know, that's not what it's all about. What God has to offer is free, but it will cost you everything. I want to quote uh, Pastor David Langford, too. For those of you wondering if the people in your life can be counted on when things go uh, into the you know, circular flushing orifice, the point is, is that ask yourself this, do they add to your life or subtract uh, from your life? You know, David made it easy for me, and I know you know David, uh, Bruce. But Great man of God, yes. I've, I've boiled it down to that, and I can tell you this. You know, I don't care how many crocodile tears someone shares. They're either takers or they're givers. And I want you to know something. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God isn't an Indian giver. That's why the gifts and callings of the living God are without repentance. And I'm telling you tonight, 
there are people that are going to meet Jesus in a powerful way. There are those of you, and I'm saying this under, I believe, the unction of the Holy Ghost, just be simply because, look, I'm willing to open my mouth, and if I open my mouth, I believe the Scripture says he'll fill it and he will bless people. That's what I'm about. Look, I don't know that I've got a tomorrow. I know we're in the beginnings of sorrows. I know that the uncertainty, we all like the uncertainty. That's why people uh, prefer the regimen or the regime of uh, doing the same thing every day, okay? Some of us who are blessed with being chaotic don't know that world, and I never have, and by the grace of God, I don't know why, and I'm not taking on anybody who's orderly and, and anything. I'm just saying I don't know that world. But the point is is that we can know the peace of God. See, everybody's fighting over, I get it all the time, but which day do you honor as a Sabbath? I said, the Lord is the Sabbath. Every day should be the Sabbath. Well, is it Saturday or Sunday? I said, if you're asking me that question, you don't even understand what it means to worship God in spirit and in truth. He didn't say it was to worship him on a weekday or on the weekend. He said to worship him in spirit and truth. Isn't that what he said? Amen. Folks, man wasn't invented for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was for man. Absolutely. um, Now, do I believe it's right to honor the Sabbath? Absolutely. But I don't believe you can honor the Sabbath apart from Jesus, because the book of Hebrews teaches that Jesus himself becomes a Sabbath that we enter into, and Acts teaches that in him, Jesus, we live and move and have our being. You see, Bruce, the thing is, is it's the power of God that keeps us going. It's the power of God that protects us. It's the power of God that will raise us, no matter how they kill us, no matter when, when they kill us. But the point is, or that God saves us. I don't know how it all plays out, but I will say this. Uncertainty will be the order of the day. People will look to the right, seeking to flee from what's coming, and it will come at them from the right, from the left, from above, from below, and every way and every, but in all of it, you know, Jesus is a solid rock. And you know the neat thing about solid rock? The rock of the Lord Jesus Christ, he isn't subject to liquefaction through harmonic vibrations in the earth's surface. In other words, he doesn't turn to quicksand. He is the solid rock. So what else can we give a person? We give them God's perspective. And think about the long-suffering of God. Think about the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. If it wasn't the goodness of God that led me to repentance, I would have died in my sins and trespasses, my debauchery, and my absolutely self-indulgent nature, you know? Steve, I was the world's worst sinner. And, you know, God saved me. And, folks, if God could save me or could save Steve or other people, he can save you out there. And, you know... Tonight's program, Steve, entitled Beginning of Sorrows, Uncertain Tomorrows. Folks, this has already been declared in the Word of God, Matthew 24, earthquakes in diverse places. Go read Matthew 24 if you want to know what's uh, down the road. Uh, Kingdom against kingdom, ruler against ruler. This is just the beginning, and the fact is, it can hit you while you're asleep. Uh, In Costa Rica, Steve, last year, there were people that went to bed, and they never woke up again. Little did they know that there was going to be a mountain slide uh, due to some loose soil and some erosion that was going to totally uh, blanket them in a coffin of dirt. And they dug them out. It was too late. You know, folks, there were people that were recovered 10 miles offshore of Japan. You know, they went to bed. Next thing you know, they're out at sea. We don't know how many people (laughs) got swept out to the sea and never be found again. The point I'm trying to make is no one can control tomorrow. Tomorrow is uncertain, but if you know that Jesus Christ is your Lord, it doesn't matter if your spirit leaves the body, because to be as from the body is to be present before the Lord. That's what we're trying to say tonight. Get prepared, number one, spiritually, 
and then use this warning like a, a wise person and do something about it. You know, folks, the people that would only mock the warnings that Steve has been giving for many years are basically people that don't really believe that anything terrible is going to happen. They don't have faith because they don't have faith in the Word of God because the Word of God is very clear these things are going to happen. And being forewarned, you've got an opportunity to do something. You know, I read today, just today, Steve, the Word of God says, if you don't provide for your family, you're worse than an infidel. Folks, some of you have an opportunity to do a lot. And what you don't need, you'll be able to share with a neighbor. You'll be able to share with someone who did not have the financial means, okay, to put some food back or make some preparation. And that could be just the door of opportunity to win them to Jesus Christ. For those that say, you know, I'm going to wait to the last minute. Go ahead and wait to the last minute, folks. You must have a short-term memory because in the history of America, every time there's been even a snowstorm, Steve, people rush to the grocery stores. They wait for the news to announce that, you know, it's time to go to the grocery store. and they get there, there's nothing left, brother. People forget just-in-time inventory, okay, that uh, they're only stocking what they need, and there's probably only a 30-day supply of food at the warehouse. Folks, it's that fragile of a system here. If anything, you need to count this is a blessing, okay, that someone is willing to tell you the truth here that can make an impact that uh, can give you a fighting chance to survive what's coming because there are people's hearts that are going to fail them for the fear of what's coming. They waited till it was too late, too late to get into the ark. Well, I so, can tell uh, you this. I'm getting reports from all over the world, and it's interesting because, Bruce, I literally get uh, emails from, I guess, probably 120, if not 140 countries, and it's still amazing to me the, uh, you know, just how God seems to be able to get this broadcast or others that are important to people. Look, I'm not saying they're important to people, but they must be. And and yet, you know, God, they're they're sending me emails about angels literally going out and warning people that the time of the end is at hand. And I don't care if people believe in angels or not. I do. I've seen, you know, I've seen the in 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 so many instances the aftermath of people who have genuinely seen what I'd call God's holy angels. Now I've been around people as you have that have been on the other side of uh, uh, hell with their fallen angels and their demons, and they're not the same thing, totally different things. But the point that I'm trying to make is this, is that we are at the most critical, pivotal point. We've got people, you know, I, I happen to be in uh, Santa Monica last, whenever the earthquake happened in Japan, you know, and, and I, I'd been up, I don't know, 24 hours straight, and I went down to meet, and I'll talk to to the audience about that. Maybe we'll go three hours or whatever. Can we take a break? Because i got to go get some water. I'm just Absolutely, dry. folks. We're going to take about a five-minute break. Uh, I apologize. I'm notorious for running the host like a mule. <laughs> you know, listen, this is, this is so good, Steve. Um, I praise God for you, brother, that you come, you're coming on. You're giving us some advance warning tonight. When we come back, I want you to continue that, and then I also want to – you to talk about a book you wrote called Breathe No Evil because we're getting a lot of people who are asking questions. Uh, do you recommend a gas mask, NBC gear? And there's some other questions coming out of the chat room. So, folks, sure, you're to answer the questions, you know, and I, you know, we'll do that. Uh, but I, again, and I want no buts. I just want to get some water, Bruce, because I, if I don't, I'm going to go hoarse. So, got, we're going to take about a five minute break, folks. We're going to be back with Steve Quell, and uh, this is a live program coming at you from OmegaManRadio.com. And we're back. Uh, you're listening to a live program tonight. This is OmegaManRadio.com, and we've got uh, special guest Steve Quill on tonight. 
topic is called Beginning of Sorrows, Uncertain Tomorrows. And uh, I want to uh, thank uh, Stephanie and Steve for allowing me to play that song. That song was called I Remember by Stephanie Quell, very talented uh, singer. StephanieQuell.com if you'd like to order her music. Let's get uh, Steve back on the line. Stand by. Steve, welcome back to the program. Well, hey, Bruce, thanks for playing Stephanie's uh, song. You know, that was written by the father who had accompanied his fallen Marine son back from Afghanistan, and he wrote a poem, and he and Stephanie hooked up. And I can tell you this, when you see the dad, and they sat around my table the other day, my our living room table, dining room, I guess it would be called, and I, I couldn't stop weeping. I mean, that's written by the man whose son obviously was... Uh, killed in Afghanistan, and yet the healing that that song is bringing. I get emails from vets every day, and so does Stephanie, thanking her for that song. And you know, it's it's neat because again, you know, when you really listen to the words, I'm telling you this, it tears your heart out, but it has the ability to put it back together again, because it's a song. And by the way, the man who wrote that is a really dedicated uh, believer and loves God with all his heart, and. He, he he knew that when he penned those uh, words, that it would bring healing. God told him that. He he just said, I don't know why, but I want you to use this to your glory. So I know that, uh, you know, as Stephanie goes out and uh, sings that song, it's amazing to see. You know, she gets a lot of flack like I do, and obviously people are mean to her because I'm her dad. But I'll tell you this, when I watch Stephanie with a little cerebral palsy, Boy, or somebody with cystic fibrosis, and the way she can love and exude the love of God, it's amazing. It's some of the people that, uh, you know, take her on because I'm her dad. It just blows my mind. But I, I would encourage you to go on stephaniequail.com or go on YouTube and listen to the words and because they scroll up on the screen as you watch it. And it's, it's an amazing song. And to think that the man accompanied his son home, the fallen Marine home, and you know they're going to put a video together on that, and I know this that uh, a lot of the the Marines and some of the higher ranking Marines have really been touched by that song. So I, I thank God for it, and I thank you, Bruce, for playing it. Now, getting to the topic at hand, you see, this is the thing: when people determine in their hearts to touch the lives of others, that's when the power of God flows. You know, you can't live selfishly unto yourself and expect the power of God to flow. You know that, right? When you, Amen, when, you go on, when you go on the air and you minister deliverance, and I can tell you this, you want every demon in hell that's a religious demon to come at you, start preaching or teaching deliverance, and you'll see, you know, you'll see the uh, most horrific religious, I'm talking about literal spiritual entities start to manifest, and froth, and foam, and scream, and hiss, and, and do every other sort of noise, because you see, Jesus said, if I cast out demons by the finger of God, that means the kingdom of God has come to you this day. And it's always like it always is, Bruce. The people that don't want more of God or don't want to take him at his word get mad at those who do want more of God and take him at his word. Now, look, there are squirrels in every cage, and unfortunately, a lot of the what I would call legitimate holiness and, and, and true uh, giftings of the Holy Spirit have been hijacked by the shysters and the hucksters, you know. But that doesn't mean the real doesn't exist, and that's between God and the vessels of honor and vessels of dishonor. 
But tonight, what people need to understand is the number one thing that everyone's going to have to do, especially the West Coasters first, is you're going to have to wear surgical masks because we can talk about external radiation. I'm not talking about gamma radiation, which is the worst kind of radiation that absolutely is cellular destruction. But I'm talking about inhaling particles, and, uh, you know, everyone's going to have to start wearing surgical masks. Do I recommend gas masks? You can't really uh, walk in a gas mask very well. Most people don't know this, but gas masks are used for hot zones, okay, chemical, biological, or nuclear. For instance, you're in a uh, situation, you're running to a shelter, and it's raining down on you fallout that's radioactive that's when you want the gas mask on but until that time you want to use like surgical masks and you know one of the the guy that i know there's a gentleman in utah that builds the uh they're called the i think the air right they're on my website and i'm not making a pitch for them but they've got activated charcoal in them as opposed to just a semi-permeable membrane and that gives you an additional barrier now look we're not talking again about severe radiation levels. We're talking about the beginning that's starting to come into this country. And if it circles the globe, I, I, I'm getting emails as I'm talking to you, by the way, all over the planet right now are coming in. Uh, you know, people are saying, should they go to the southern hemisphere? That's the safest place to be because the northern hemisphere is pretty much toast. But now you're, you know, you've been in Costa Rica and with the situation, you know, the unstable geologic situation that's happened in Chile and off the coast of Argentina and all of the Bolivia, Ecuador, Colombia, earthquakes, volcanoes, the safest place anybody can be is in Jesus. And Amen. I can tell you this, go where Jesus tells you to go. Uh, if you're going to shelter in place, now this is something everybody needs to understand. If you're going to shelter in place, the cheapest, the cheapest safety you can have is basically getting sandbags, filling them up ahead of time. And, oh, yeah, I'm even talking about people living in the cities, and you can put them in your backyard on a pallet. You can call if you can get them, or finding a, a place that not too many people know about. Uh, trust me. Only people that listen to talk radio and are even concerned about living through a nuclear incident are going to have the wherewithal and the pre-knowledge to go and identify existing buildings that you can get into. By the way, uh, you know, a lot of the parking garages all over the place, those are the easiest to get into. But when you go there, other people are going to go there, so you're going to have to be prepared to deal, and I'm going to just leave it at that. You're going to have to have a way to defend yourself. You're going to have to have a way start scoping the places out. Obviously, a parking garage in a better part of town would be better than a worse part of town. But you've got to know this, that you've got to be prepared. One of the other things you can get are, and I, they, there's a company, you can get them in Cabela's, and they make these like bags that have this uh, desiccating powder in them so you can use them as a bathroom and then seal them up, kind of like a giant Ziploc bag. They're brown, and they have a, a chemical. I actually know the guy, Bill Phillips, he's dead now, that invented that system. But the point is, is that, uh, you know, putting those in your backpack, sometimes it's not convenient, nor would you want to have, you know, body fluids flowing out of someplace because it'd be a heads up that somebody or something's there, not to mention the sanitation. Most people don't realize that when the power goes up, they're not going to have water. So they should absolutely be doubling. No, that's not even right. They should be quadrupling their water stores right now. You know, you can still get canned food. You can still get, uh, you know, some canned food. And, and, and I would tell people this, that because 
the quality of canned food isn't that great, the nutritional value. You're going to have to get health food supplements. Uh, you know, one of my sponsors, Bruce, and uh, they make great stuff. I've had people that have literally been brought back. Tell us the, about it, Steve. Mean, yeah, Enter Food, they're wonderful people. Yes. You know, Enter Health, that they, you know, they've got some great products. And there are other Amen. products out there. The 16-page report, this is by some of the smartest PhDs in the world, by the way. These aren't guys that have websites that sell stuff. These are the smartest cutting-edge physicians in the world, and they're going to tell you what they know to be efficacious. In other words, there are things that work and things that don't work. And so, you know, it helps to narrow the field down. Again, if there are if there are any single mothers out there listening to me tonight who are just having a hard time and you're scared and you're broke, if you'll email me, I will move expeditiously to get you money into your hands to be able to go out and buy food and groceries. Now, that goes for my listeners, and it goes for single moms. I want you to send me an email. Tell me your situation. If you're not broke, please. There are people who are desperate and dire straits. I want to help them. If there are vets out there that are listening to this show and you're going into a shelter, I want you to email me. My email is steve777 at stevequail.com, q-u-a-y-l-e.com. I will move Expedient. By the way, by Expedient, that usually means, Bruce, we'll send a FedEx or an express mail to get people to help as soon as possible. And, and Steve, I, I want to add to that that uh, folks, if some of you out there are listening, either live or on MP3, and God has blessed you, and you're sitting in a, a good position right now in life, and you say, you know what, I'd like to help. I'd like to help some vets, some some widows, some single mothers. Get a hold of Steve. He can tell you how you can um, add to this um, reserve here, and Steve will get it into the hands of the people that need it. Uh, Steve uh, does exactly what he says he, he does. I've seen the testimonies from the people that have helped him. And, you know, Steve, we can't take anything with us except what we have put up in heaven. And, you know, Jesus says, you will not lose your reward if you'll give a child as much as a cup of cold water. Folks, we've been called to help those, the single mothers, the widows, the orphans, the poor. If you've got two jackets, keep one and give one to someone who doesn't have. That's the kind of reward that you get that uh, moth can't eat, rust can't corrupt, and a thief can't steal. So uh, some of you out there are listening right now and can make a difference. Get a hold of Steve, and he'll tell you what he needs. Um, so praise God. You know, um, I wanted to say to some of the people out there, folks, we're not trying to promote fear. We're trying to tell you that the warnings are real. Matthew 24 is real. The Word already declares it. What we're trying to tell you to do is get prepared while you can still make some preparation that can save your life, still allow you to have food, when everybody else is running around panicking and maybe allow you to have some provisions, you can help someone that's going to knock on your door that had no way to do anything. Uh, Steve, there are people in Japan right now that other than the provisions that they put back, they're sitting out there with nothing right now because uh, the government troops can't get to them. They're isolated, folks. Well, not even one of the things, yeah, one of the things too, that there. is... Uh, Bruce, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not. I don't mean to speak over you, but it's uh, we're getting a satellite delay. So I'll, I'll just yield to you, and then you tell me when to come back on. My my point is, uh, it's going to be that same way in America, uh, folks. If you don't have the preparations in place, there may be a, a great amount of time before any help comes your way. Just like in Japan right now. So even doing something right now could be the difference 
and Life and Death. Uh, do you remember that movie, Steve? It was called Empire of the Sun. Yes. You know about the the little boy who's separated from his family and ends up in a Japanese concentration camp. Yes. And uh, one of the the comments that are made in that movie as uh, time goes on and um, rations are getting very low and you know Japan has the pressure being put on it and they're not doing much to, to feed the prisoners of war over there. One of them is out there trying to find anything he can eat, a cockroach, a rat, a snake. And he said, you know, every little bit you do can make the difference. How many people died, and all they needed to do was hold out three more days? And, you know, if they'd made just a little bit more effort, a little bit more provision, they could have survived until help came. Anything you do at this point in time, folks, is, is a smart decision. will be prudent in this hour. Let me give it back to you, Steve. Well, again, and the thing is, is that the prudent man, the wise man, sees evil coming and hides himself from it. That doesn't mean you run away from it. It means you basically go into a different mode, you know. And and one of the modes you've got to go into is a lockdown mode. You know, I have a an email coming in from somebody who's confirming Brother Bob's vision. I'll put up on my website. Oh, uh, they can read that. Yeah, I tell you what, it's so bad that uh, this man is connected. I won't say any more yet, but. You know, basically he's saying uh, is that, you know, he trains with the best, he trains the best, he's aware of the Russians and what they do to people to shock them into not, uh, uh, you know, fighting back, and it's, oh, good night. Uh, you know, it, I'm going to send it to you, Bruce, and maybe we'll read parts of it tonight on the air. Again, Absolutely. here's the thing. It's hard. I said, Lord, how do I communicate and do it in such a, uh, minor dosages, because, look, the Christians on some of these boards are, are even the ones that I've helped in the past when it was anonymous, they found out it was me. One minute I'm, God bless you, and the next minute I think they'd like to put another word after God in front of me. But the point is, is that, and they have, and some of them have, but the point that I'm trying to make here is this, is that it's tough enough, uh, you know, the denial people will always be there, but how to communicate effectively with the people of God, the beloved of the Lord Jesus, the redeemed of the Lamb, those in such a way as to realize that it's the heart of a merciful God pleading with his people to take their inheritance, to take their authority, to take their power, to take the keys of binding and loosing, to come against those that are coming against them, and to pray simple things. Lord, grant unto thy servant the boldness to proclaim thy holy son Jesus. You know, I mean, the, I got news for you. You don't know how to pray? Just go pray what's in the Bible. It worked for those guys. It'll work for you. Oh, don't, but if you're going to pray the Lord's Prayer, you better keep in mind if you're praying, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that involves deliverance. That involves casting out demons. That involves forgiving your brother, not, you know, taking them apart on forms. I'm not talking about me. I'm saying this. I have never seen such a horrific display of absolute lovelessness is that which is represented by the people that seemingly think they're out of here. And not all rapturists are like this. But the point is, is that now we've got events, Bruce, that are, are absolutely the beginning of sorrows, uncertain tomorrows, and you still got 300-pound preachers talking about you're out of here in the rapture, but, you know, he sure isn't preaching a sermon on gluttony, you know. The point is, is that, and I'm not taking on anybody who's obese, but what I am saying is this, is that there's a reason why our bodies are reacting to all the genetically modified food, okay? High fructose corn syrup, ketchup, 
ketchup. I, they, they can change the name. One of the most deadly, deadly substances known to man. Oh, let's take aspartame, okay? One hydrogen, uh, uh, you know, atom or carbon chain off of being nerve gas. And gee, that's interesting. Turns you into know, formaldehyde as it heats up in your body, too, folks. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and so we're trying to, we're trying, you know, the body's the temple of the Holy Ghost, not in America. You know, hey, I got news for you. Everything basically that the word of the Lord has stated, pretty much. If, 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 if by the time you get through the uh, uh, Laodicean filter, you can just say, "But not in America." The just shall live by faith, but not in America. Ye shall cast out demons in my name, not in America. Not here, folks. Everybody's in denial. Yet uh, we're the worst prepared nation on the planet when it comes to crises, because we don't believe um, it's going to happen. Or, you know, the government's going to take care of us, folks. <laughs> Wrong. Uh, let me ask you a question. A lot of people are asking, um, what are your recommendations regarding water filtration? Because we all know you can't survive very long without water. What, maybe three days? So, what well, is first the of all, there's two types of water filtration that I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about a fixed location like a Big Berkey, but that's a pain to carry it into the field. I think that you need, if you're going to stay in a fixed location, a big Berkey is fine. But remember, a filter and a purifier are two different uh, um, devices. In order for a water purifier to be typed as that, an EPA certified as that, it usually has to have an iodine membrane, okay? The iodine penetrates the viral walls, and it penetrates the uh, walls of uh, uh, some of the really small beasties that are uh, uh, smaller than cryptosporidium, giardia, etc., you know, protozoans and bacteria. The point is, is that we're talking about a handheld unit. Now, I, I personally think that, you know, the Catadyne, the K-A-T-A-D-Y-N, is one of the best filters in the world. Swiss company, they now own what was formerly pure water filters, uh, I, what you want to get, you want to get something with a metal handle. Temperature extremes work uh, against anything that's got a plastic handle. So the Catadyne, the Combi filters, there are some really good filters that Catadyne makes. If you're going to be uh, headed for the hills and you've got a group, then you need to get what's called a Catadyne Expedition filter. These things are not cheap. They're you know twelve, thirteen hundred bucks. You can go look at them on eBay. The Catadyne K A T A D Y N Expedition filter. But those things will filter thousands of gallons right out of uh, a dirty water source, right? Absolutely, and they have scrubbable filters and are stainless steel. And there's you know I mean let me just share this. What what you've got to adopt and adapt to is the idea that you don't get to go back to the store to buy a replacement, okay? You buy your replacements ahead of time. Now, again, for groups, here's what I'm going to say is the most important thing I'm going to probably touch on tonight. I flew to meet with the satellite phone people just to see what kind of capabilities they have, and I met with Chris and Tina, and these are, these are some of my new sponsors, and they've been amazing, okay, setting up my listeners. The satellite phones communicate directly to, uh, from a satellite phone to the satellite to another satellite phone. It's going to be imperative that survival groups or people together have these things, okay? Uh, I talked to Chris. He's the president of the company uh, last night, actually today, earlier this morning, too, and I said, what's the availability? And he said, Steve, we're shipping them out to, to uh, Japan as quick as we can because one out of ten cell phones, that's all the cell phones that are working in Japan right now. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who can't afford it, and if you're in a group, and or if you, if you just know somebody that's got a group, buy it and donate it to them. You know, the satellite time. Usually, when you buy a phone, you'll buy it with 500 minutes. It's a buck a minute, so you're not going to be chatting with uh, you know your teenage daughter about her new boyfriend on these deals. But it's uh, you can the phone number. This is critical. I give this out is eight 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 four seven six two three eight 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 four seven six two three. I said, Chris, how many phones? A website also. Yeah, it's All Road Sat S A T as in satellite. Allroadsat dot com forward slash forward slash S Q. They put a package. I'm at the website and um, I see a package here. Talk about that. And it includes the best package here is the one that I I personally put together because I said you've got to have you know. The ability to charge this thing with an ant- uh, with a solar panel too. Okay, so now remember, if a group of three, four people who are going together, who whatever your groups are, the nice thing about satellite phones, they can't be tracked to within the distance of a of a uh, cell phone. Okay, cell phone you can track them. There's at least a fifty to seventy five mile radius, so it gives you time to get out of there when you use a satellite phone. Uh, satellite phone, this is the Iridium network. You can use them any place in the world. So those of you who have loved ones around the world, what's the number one concern in a natural or a you know man-made disaster? Forget natural. Man-made is probably more efficient to use that term is communication. Yeah, Again, where's my family? Using... Is everybody safe? You know, people are going to get cut off. You know, you look at the, at the the plant uh, manager that I saw today on CNN. He had a uh, a sake manufacturing plant, and he had 50 employees. He's looking for them. Half of them are still missing. Uh, he's yep. going to have to look for them on foot over there in Japan right now. Folks, uh, I'm looking at this website for the first time. It's the Iridium 9555. I'm going to give you a, a first-hand testimony, Steve. Uh, as you know, I lived overseas for five years. I was in uh, Colombia, Panama. I've been to Africa, Israel. been all over the world. And, folks, I've been into some pretty remote areas, and um, something that concerned me, even back as far as 2005, was what do I do if I'm out in the boondocks? <laughs> Cut off, you know, I need to take a phone call. I need to get in contact with people. And I did my own research, Steve, and I will tell you that this uh, phone that you're talking about here, the Iridium, folks, it's the only phone on the planet that you can get reception. You could be on a life raft in the Atlantic, Pacific, Indian Ocean, and if you've got power in that battery, that's why you want to get a solar panel recharger, you can make connection with one of those 66 uh, satellites that's going across the globe. There's not any other phone in the world that I know of that you can get connection anywhere on the planet. And, uh, Steve, you buy the phone. Uh, the last time I checked, um, you have a basic uh, monthly package just to have dial tone, folks, and you pay by the minute as you need it, or you can buy prepaid minutes. Right. Which I, I recommend, and, and the prepaid minutes is the way to go, you know. It's money and, that and way. And, and, and you, you just save money that way, and then you can roll in your monthly charge. Every time you have monthly charge, they give you, uh, I think, five minutes that you can accrue, you know, so by the end of the year you've got an extra 60 minutes. You can get a prepaid card. And, I mean, they've got some pretty special deals. And, again, I, and I want to share something. I met with these uh, they're amazing people, okay? To say amazing, I don't use that, but truly amazing, dedicated. These are the guys that send the phones to Haiti. These are the guys that send them all over the world when there's a natural disaster. 
So again, I think we didn't, I didn't finish my statement. When I was talking to Chris, the president of the company today, he said, Steve, they're going out to Japan as fast as we had. I said, so, hey, Chris, will you do me a favor? Will you set aside at least, you know, uh, you know, whatever you can set aside for my listeners? And he said, I can do it until Friday. Now, I was there when their phones are ringing off the hook, okay? I went to their factory, I met them and everything. Not their factory, but their office complex. And I'm telling you this. These guys know the satellite business like no tomorrow. They are the Steve, satellite I've been, business. I've been in Africa where there was uh, a power outage that lasted days, and I needed to make a phone call. Thank God I was prepared. I powered up my sat phone, and I was able to uh, call the states. I've been on islands off of Panama. In fact, I called my father one day, and he says, where are you at? And I said, I'm off on an island. John Wayne's Island I happened to be at the time. <laughs> and I, I powered up, and lo and behold, I had dial tone. Folks, it's nice to know that when the crap hits the fan, you can contact your loved ones. You can find out where everybody's at. They're very inexpensive, and the, the fact is you can have some peace of mind in, in what's coming because people are going to get separated. Let me give it back to you, brother. Well, and I think that's the thing, too, that we've got to come to grips with, you know, and I haven't yet, you know. I mean, when I say separated, you know, separated from the world, but, I mean, Again, I don't know if you got the thing I just sent you, Bruce, from, uh, you know, confirming Brother Bob. Did you get that yet? Folks, I just put uh, the link to Brother Bob uh, article up on Steve Quell's website. Incidentally, for those of you just tuning in, special guest tonight, Steve Quell. His website, stevequell.com, Q-U-A-Y-L-E.com. And if you want to email Steve right now, at steve777 at stevequell.com. I just posted it in our uh, chat room. Steve, you're probably going to get a surge of traffic over there. <laughs> well, again, the thing is, I'm not on the chat room. I can't be on a chat room watching emails. And I'm, I'm, I'm forgive me, I, you know, I don't go into chat rooms. I don't post on blog outside of my own. I've done that as a matter of uh, basically uh, trying to just, how should I say it, stay out of that whole world, okay? I tried it uh, one time on my own blog site. It was a disaster. Uh, I, I see the, uh, let's just say this, every federal agency signature. I know, uh, you know, even some of my uh, former critics have found out on their own websites, you know, and their own blogs that they have so many infiltrators that it's almost uh, unimaginable. But let's, let's get on to the, pa- the, the topics at hand. People are going to have to, on the West Coast, either leave or shelter in place. Not necessarily now, but look, I can't tell you if... If I knew the exact composition, and I'm working on that, too, through channels, of really how bad, if the uranium uh, that's blown up in those rods, and by the way, that's beyond uh, uh, question now. I mean, that has taken place. The metal oxide or the MOX reactor, that's a whole different thing. The thing is, though, if Tokyo has a... uh, you know, uh, a big earthquake. They had a 6.4. I was told it was a 6.9. Downgraded to 6.4 uh, for political reasons. You can understand why. If Japan's breeder reactor goes up, and a breeder reactor is totally different than a fission reactor, then we got a whole different set of problems around the world. Now, don't let a good crisis go to waste. The reason why, and I got to go back here because I feel prompted. I've got to go back here. The reason why all the foreign troops are strategically placed in the United States, they've openly stated they're coming for the red list, the blue list, and the red list are those who are deemed uh, 
uh, gun owners, Christians, constitutionalists, anybody who's ever written a letter complaining about the current administration. Ladies and gentlemen, you, we had a constitution, we had a Bill of Rights. You cannot make the appeal to the Supreme Court. You've already watched their decisions. The only court you can appeal to is the Court of Heaven, an intercessory prayer and repentance. And I'm serious about that statement. The idea is that for too many years, absolute communists, and, and I don't mind using the word sympathizers, have made it possible for foreign troops to not only basically set up their beachhead in country, but you've been paying them with your tax dollars, and they have the list. By the way, an email came in to me today, Bruce, saying that the phone companies are even identifying the people on the red list phone lines so they can be selectively cut off from communicating or calling out for any help. You got it? Oh, Let's boy. say Bruce and Steve, on the red list, we, we have landlines. Those are already noted, and they can be selectively cut off. The rest of the country or the rest of your neighborhood can think everything's fine except when they come down on me or you, God forbid, or anybody. And that was told to me by somebody who's very well connected. So remember when we were complaining about the people being GPSed, and it was only seemingly the gun owners or, quote, the uh, right-wing fanatics, their term, not mine? Anybody who spoke up or would stand up has got to be basically taken out of the way. So when people say to me, are they coming for our gold, are they coming for our guns, they're coming for both. And the place to be is in the secret place of the Most High. And again, I will post tomorrow on my website, with a warning, uh, this brother that sent me you know, his confirmation. This is not Brother Bob. This is confirmation of the same thing from someone who has been in the military, been in special operations, trained with them, and watched the stuff with his own eyes. Okay, And he is a Christian brother. Looking at it right know. now. Powerful. Powerful, yeah, yes. You know, so I just I don't know how to go anyplace else. Now, uh, Bruce, do you want to bring on Romy now, or I'll stay into the third hour? Let's answer some questions, and we'll bring Romy on Absolutely. at, uh, at Sounds 15. Good. Okay, let's start with some questions. And, folks, if you have a question, you can post it in the chat room or fire uh, Steve an email. Um, I can already imagine his uh, box is filling up rapidly, so I'm going to uh, throw some at you from the chat room. Steve, uh question is, is uh, some... Uh, I've heard that uh, you've talked about there's a day coming where they may go to the website, stevequell.com, and there may be a red screen. What does the red screen mean, and how far off do you think we might be? The red screen, and i got to tell you this, I asked the Lord last night if it was time to put that up, and he said, not yet, but soon. The red screen will be my, it will just be a red screen with writing on it. It will simply say, there is no more posting on stevequell.com. It is time to hunker and bunker or head to the hills. I have been asked to put it up. I even got an email from China saying, you've got to post it, you've got to post it. I cannot post it until the Lord tells me. But the point is this, is that if something were to happen to me, you know, and by the grace of God, the intercessors have got me covered, and I have not begun to do what the Lord has called me to do, but let's say something were to happen to me, then I think it would be obvious I couldn't put up the red screen. But the red screen is my final screen with my final statements. It will say, hunker and bunker, head to the hills, this thing is upon us. Now, knowing that, I know that certain entities will shut my access to the computer down. Therefore, there are others who have been assigned to put up the red screen, okay? So okay, the, point, the point is, Bruce, is that, look, here it is, a two-week warning. A two-week warning can take place 
this Friday. I don't know if anybody saw the atomic bomb in the financial market that went off today, but Gaithner, basically, the Treasury Secretary, said that uh, the United States is now in favor of a one-world currency. Did you see that story? I didn't, and that leads into the next question. Uh, people are asking, uh, do you predict a the financial collapse will happen this uh, this summer and this fall, followed by Marshall on the United States, World War III in 2012? What's your gut instinct right now? My gut instinct is is that they're getting ready to take down the financial system because due to you know leaks coming out of Goldman Sachs's bunkers and other places, that ought to make them nervous. The thing is, is that uh, you know the the date for the financial collapse, the engineered financial collapse, is approaching. And when I say approaching, my specific statement is prior to summer, financial collapse, death of the dollar. You know, uh, the thing is, is that martial law is the thing that I believe the intercessors can still hold back because God's people aren't ready. They are not ready. And I, my pleading, and I know Romy's pleading and the other intercessors is God, get the attention of your people, but not yet. And, you know, people say, there's going to be a great revival during the greatest persecution in the history of the Christian church that's coming up. Well, my Amen. pastor says I'm out of here. Your pastor's a liar. If your pastor is not talking to you about what's going on in the world and your need to get right with Jesus and your need to seek God in prayer, etc., you're in the wrong church. Leave it. If you go because it's got good music, then you've never basically had a true conversion experience with Jesus. Because why would you go just to be entertained when you can go into the presence of the King of Glory? If and you've I'll got add... Someone yeah, no, let me say this. If your pastor is a wimp, get out of there. He'll sell you for a nickel. Amen. And, folks, they're signed up right now uh, to, to betray the churches during the, the times coming. The only ones going to be out of there, folks, is them on the Learjet overseas so they can access a Swiss bank account with the money you've been putting in there instead of doing the work that the Lord called us to do, to help the widows, the orphans, those in disaster, help people like the, the veterans, Steve, uh, assist. Steve, here's another question. Um, the uh, person listening says, uh, is the EMP, is that a real threat, and what can we do, if anything, to protect against an EMP attack? Well, the EMP is a real threat, and also, remember, they have selective, meaning they, the powers that be, the devils that are, they have EMP weapons. If you're riding down the road in your specific car, they just blast you with a very focused EMP device, and you come to a uh, uh, you know screeching halt. Unless, of course, you have a pre-1984 uh, you know, bootleggers van or wagon. You know, somebody says, "What's that?" I said, "600 horsepower, 600 raw horsepower at the wheel, and the driving skill to at least give them a run for their money." Uh, for those that don't understand the term EMP, uh, tell us exactly uh, how that works. An EMP is an electromagnetic pulse. It's an intense electromagnetic pulse. Imagine lightning, directed lightning, that wipes out the electronics of your vehicle. It wipes out the uh, control unit, your central processing unit, which, which manages all the engine functions, etc. It also basically wipes out electronics. And the cheapest way to prove, you can go to an old store and find microwave ovens. A microwave obviously is a, 
good night, it has a containment chamber, so the radiation doesn't leak, and so anything you might want to keep in there, like a shortwave radio. By the way, I recommend everybody, everybody. It, it kind of was a thing about 10 years ago to get uh, shortwave radios, and the, with the advent of the Internet, everyone kind of gave up on shortwave. But shortwave radios are an absolute must. I recommend you get a hold of Radio Labs. Uh, radiolabs.com. They have a Sanjian special that they hypertune, and there are other good, uh, uh, you know, companies out there. I just know Chris at Radio Labs, and uh, you know the thing is, is that C Crane. You hear them on coast to coast, but a a good you get a good shortwave radio for about two hundred and two hundred twenty nine dollars. Folks, a very good investment because the internet will go down. They have an internet kill switch, uh, EMP burst. You know, and one of the uh, the ways that they can uh, launch an EMP attack, Steve, uh, you're one of the ones to break the story on these Club K systems. Folks, a missile launcher that comes in on the, the back of a cargo uh, ship or that's coming down a railroad line or a uh, submarine could uh, emerge off of our coast. Next thing you know, they uh, detonate a, is it a high-altitude nuke burst? Or well, that used to be high-altitude, the EMP, the higher the burst, uh the uh, greater the coverage, okay, but I'm talking about selective weapons that they've been able to, if you will, come up with micro EMP weapons. There you go, folks. Very easy to do, and uh, a good friend of yours, Steve, even had a prophecy uh, regarding uh, subs attacking, Henry Groover. And Well, I, and by the way, Henry just flew out of Japan four hours before the earthquake. Wow. How's that for God's timing and protection? Folks, uh, he was given a a pretty powerful vision of the submarines that would uh, launch, and by the time we knew what was happening, it was too late. We could not even react. And that's uh, just Henry Groover's vision. You've got Red Dawn Invasion from Dimitri Dudeman. David Wilkerson saw New York City nuked. Um, Folks, the the warning's been given. What are we going to do with it? Are we going to take action and do all we can do, stand, and then rely on God? You know, God expects us to do our part, too. That's having faith. Faith without works is dead. That's what we're trying to do. Wake some of you up out there that you can take some preparations that can help you in the days ahead. Steve, here's another question. Um, I hear the term bug-out bag. What is meant by a bug-out bag, and what should go in one if I'm preparing it? Well, first of all, there are some really good sites. Just type in bug-out bag on an Internet search, but basically you want to have a bug-out bag can be a backpack. I recommend a backpack because you want to keep your hands free. Uh, you know, the basic stuff is always food, water filter, uh, a flashlight, uh, a small first aid kit, uh, obviously a protective, self-protective device. Uh, depending on the size of the person, a lightweight sleeping bag goes a long way in sleeping through the night. There, You know, Bruce, there's so many things you can put into a bug-out bag. One of the, and, and I would call it a, you know, a, a, a double E pack, escape and evasion pack, a double EP. There's really a great uh, series of packs out called Eberly Stock, E-B-E-R-L-E-S-T-O-C-K packs. I happen to, uh, you know, sell them through my store. You can carry a rifle in a combat ready position. You can pull it out from behind your neck, kind of like the old, uh, uh, you know, gunfighters used to do when you'd see them with a, uh, Winchester over their shoulder, a shotgun behind their back. Uh, these are combat packs. They're proven. And, and you know, you also, everybody needs to have a camelback canteen or something like that. 
you need to basically be able to have, uh, you know, three, four quarts of water already set to go. Freeze-dried food's the easiest food to reconstitute with water. Uh, one of my famous statements, and uh, I've seen it used, and I know when I first uh, used it back uh, 19 years ago, is you're going to be drinking water you normally would only walk through in times past. So you're going to Absolutely. have to filter water and, and rainwater. And, and by the way, water does not become a new, uh, 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 good night. Water doesn't become irradiated. Just the particles in the water become irradiated. So the thing you want to do is obviously have a Geiger counter, and this is something that's going to be necessary. A Geiger counter, they go by different names, a radiation monitor. They make them as small as a pack of cigarettes. They make them smaller than that. You'll hear the word dosimeter. A dosimeter looks like a fountain pen that has a scale, and it's kind of similar to what Shane Connor's nuclear alert is. Shane uses an audible signal that I was referring to earlier in the day, or forgive me, earlier in the broadcast, but a dosimeter has a visual scale that actually shows you, uh, you know, your individual contamination, similar to the radiation badges that uh, people in hospitals and doctors wear in the radiology department. But one of the critical things is is a map, a simple thing as a map. And, you know, the idea of people knowing where they're going, I mean, without GPS or without some idea, railroad tracks, uh, you know, abandoned railroad tracks are a good way to usually get out of the city, obviously, if they're coming into the city. Uh, storm tunnels at the right time of the day, if you want to really uh, have a, a bug-out plan with your bug-out bag, then you want to make sure that you probably have, uh, you know, the uh, maps of uh, all of the uh, back roads out or even the sewer system. When I say the sewer system, I mean the storm sewer system. I'm not talking about sloshing through a, you know, effluent or a waste treatment sewer, but like storm uh, drains in L.A. and the L.A. basin. And, you know, there's a lot of ways to get out of town, and obviously they've got them all monitored. I want to also speak to a subject, Bruce, Concerning that, the federal government is closing off all caves, okay? Now, not the big ones that are the tourist attractions like in Montana. Yeah, I heard something about that. Tell us, what's going on? Well, a lot of the cavers and spelunkers have emailed me today. I posted a story by a, a Montana spelunker. They're closing the caves off so that no one has a place to run to, okay? Again, if, if I can share this with you, in my book, Long Walkers, the pilot that flew the dead giant out of Afghanistan that had been killed by a special group of the military that go in and kill such things that had wiped out an entire special operations Delta team, he's the one that is, uh, you know, he flies the C-130s, and he told me flat out that, you know, hey, they're training us to drop equipment all over the country, especially in the mountainous parts of the United States, to basically resupply the foreign troops that are going after the U.S. resistors. Steve, I heard total uh, war. We I don't heard understand that. We don't understand that. Most Americans, and, and, and me included, I've never been in a war. I've watched them, I've read about them, but it's a whole different thing to be in them yourself. The guy that sent me the email is, uh, you know, always, always on the. Uh, uh, let's say this, he's in the mid cutting edge of this stuff, and that's why, you know, I, I, I want to post it, but, Bruce, you've seen a copy of it. I don't know that I should post it. You know, you pray about it, too. See what Steve, I heard that um, some time ago there was plans being made to put uh, remote-controlled machine gun nests along the, the border of Canada. The border of Canada and Montana already there. Have mercy to keep people in or keep them 
uh, to keep them from fleeing into Canada. Do you remember the story that came out last week where Canada and the U.S. signed an agreement to allow U.S. troops to go 200 miles in and Canadian troops to go 200 miles in? Oh, boy. God have mercy. I want to add something, too. Uh, folks, I know a guy who uh, never leaves anywhere for any place without taking his bug-out bag. Uh, probably a good idea to have a bug-out bag in the back of um, a car, too. What, what if someone... <laughs> is away from their house, away from their provisions, maybe at work. Some of you drive a long way to work, and you couldn't get back. Well, you've got a bug-out bag in your uh, your car trunk. <laughs> you want to have well, these Yeah, and I think that's critical because I think that people, if I'm driving to work, you know, and, and I'm in a city, then I want to identify areas because if you have a bug-out bag, everybody, is, let me say this, everyone who's not aware is going to be fleeing from the building, trying to go someplace, Okay. You're going to be staying in the building they're fleeing from, especially if you can get into the basement. Obviously, you use the stairs. You don't use the elevator. Well, absolutely. As quiet as you can. You want to find a nondescript corner, and you want to basically build clutter around you because, look, generally you'll be able to use the bathrooms in some of these places, uh, you know, for a while, okay? And that's why you need to have ingress and egress. If you go into the city, you have to have a plan if your car stops or if, uh, you know, martial law. And this is why the parking barricades are going up on the highways. They're not going to allow you to try and make a run for it. They're going to cordon you off and shoot you, meaning like cattle, into the off-ramps where your name will be checked off, your saliva taken, and some of us won't have that opportunity, of course. The point is is that uh, by that I mean, you know, the red list, ladies and gentlemen, it's a kill on sight. I'm sorry to put it in those terms. And the man who gave that man that to me was the uh, head of uh, the entire western United States, a federal agency, and he was killed after, you know, his superiors found out he had leaked the information. And Steve, uh, he this also was gave um... me the United Nations term for killing all people that are in hospitals and everything else. It's called curative process. Okay? Curative this was process. a man who uh, had access it. to the list and actually found his name on it, didn't it? Yep. Folks, this was the guy found his name on it and was so shocked, uh, he he uh, leaked the information way back when. And now, praise God, he laid his life down for it. We have the information that these lists do exist. And um, I believe that that's uh, part of what the Census Bureau was doing, Steve, when they were taking GPS coordinates of people's homes. Well, yeah, it's not its not even a question of belief. It's what they were doing, okay? Because it's like at first when Mr. C, Al Cuppet, came out and was talking about all the signs with the different markings, you know? Yeah. At that point, you know, that many years ago, GPS was just a new technology. Now they've got it down to a science. They don't need special routes and everything. They've got us all pre-programmed in. You follow me? Uh, you've got, uh, you know, Igor and the boys basically with the coordinates pre-programmed in or the helicopters in some of our cases with, uh, you know, they're targeting already over. That's why a lot of people are having helicopters targeting or flying over their homes, especially guys who are on the red list. Look, remember when anybody who talked about black helicopters were mocked? Now, Absolutely. the very nature of the events that those who mock those who tried to warn, it's the events mocking them, you know? They also uh, mocked uh, you and everybody else for breaking the story on the chemtrails, yet it's been uh, admitted to that they're spraying us, folks. They're putting, um, they're putting chemicals in our water supply to neuter <laughs> uh, the men out there. In other words, to um, you know, hormones 
so that they won't fight back in, in these times ahead. Steve, um, let me ask you another question. Um, water, of course, is one of the most important things we can have. And what about for those people that live down near the ocean where they've got salt water? Have you ever looked into these salt water filters? Will they actually take ocean water and turn it into something you can drink? Sure. It's, it, it's called the Pure Survivor 35. At one point when they were made by the company Pure, I was the largest dealer of those in the United States, even though I'm in Montana, okay? Because they're, they're a handheld desalinization unit that uh, pumps uh, seawater through a semi-permeable membrane under a horrific amount of pressure that uh, separates the salt or the sodium chloride from the water. Uh, they have to be treated with a bactericide that they provide with them. You can get those things on eBay for, I think, three or four hundred bucks. And new, they were fifteen hundred bucks. These are new units, but they just you might need to get a hold of Catadine, which now owns Pure, and get some new bactericide. But they're a wonderful thing. Anybody living where there's salt water or brackish water should get one of them. They're called a Pure Thirty Five Survivor. Man, uh, that would be in- great to put in a kit. I was thinking oh, if some of the Japanese but see, had the Here's the thing, Bruce, and if a person if a person's going to bug out, if someone has to go to the city, they should be looking at getting a folding bike, okay? Now granted, if it's the middle of winter in uh uh you know, Buffalo, New York or Bozeman, Montana, that's kind of a moot point. But it looks like based on the time sequence I see now, we're looking at, you know, a summer from hell and all of the events that follow in the fall. It only gets worse from here. See, that's the thing. There's this attitude of latent things will be better tomorrow, and that does not get better. The scripture does not teach that. It says men are going to wax more evil by the day. You know, time is running out. We don't get more time. We get our allotted time. And so when I hear somebody saying, uh, well, i got to go kill some time, I said, if you don't start redeeming the time, they're going to kill you and rob you of your time. Hey Amen. That's People the most valuable commodity we got right now is time. Uh, Still to do something, folks. If you're if you got breath in your lungs, you still got a chance to make a decision for Jesus, and you got a chance to make some preparations before there's no more time to act. <laughs> well, I want I want to share it with you. I have a listener right now. Thank you, Derek, who sent me an email, and I want to give out his website. I'll post it on my website tomorrow. But it's uh, uh, Dream Letter, okay? Or I'm sorry, Dreamer, D R E A M E R Letter dot blogspot b l o g s p o t dot com forward slash twenty eleven forward slash zero three forward slash church. Just go to uh, uh, dreamerletter dot blogspot dot com and click on the church paintings. He's talking about a church, a pretty mega church, I think in Flint, Michigan, oh, yeah. or something that has some yes. of the most demonic paintings in the world. Have you seen those, Bruce? I did. Folks, this is a uh, mainstream church, and you go in, and there's demonic paintings on the wall. What are you going to find mean, in the We're talking aliens, we're talking demons, we're talking skulls. And he just sent me an email saying, I'm listening to you right now on the Omega Show, and he says, Steve, they have a, a beer and cigar club. God have mercy. If you they want to see how God looks at that kind of stuff in his house, go to the book of Ezekiel, where he says, come on, Ezekiel, I want to show you what's going on in my house. You see, this is a mockery, and and don't give me, you know, they'll give me, well, we just want to be like the sinners to win the sinners. Uh, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't Absolutely. work that way. How's that, though, Bruce? It's, it, again, ladies and gentlemen, you got to go on this and see it for your own self, because I absolutely was speechless. I said, where is this place, you know? Uh, it, it's an abomination, and it's a dreamer 
letter.blogspot.com forward slash 2011 forward slash 03 forward slash church you know ink paintings just go to the website and it's a long thing and i'll put it up tomorrow but the bottom line is is it's very very deadly steve i'll just ask you the next question uh about the financial market um the nikai index uh plunge is that right there's about a trillion dollars lost yes sir Actually, one point, actually, at one point, one point four trillion, and I think it settled out at about one point one trillion. But what you know, what does that mean when you're dealing with trillions, huh? Okay, so uh, what do you predict is next? Uh, and also, speak a little bit about uh, what do you think is going to happen with the price of gasoline and the oil? Is there anything cooking there? Well, I think you were, we were already seeing the price of oil rising. I think the Japan uh, incident has maybe backed off the pressure a little bit. But look, here's the thing. It's like people who still buy stocks in the stock market. They believe they can still trade against computer systems and artificial intelligence programs and and uh, algorithms that can trade 100,000 trades a second, and you're still scratching your head trying to see if you should put a limited order in on uh, Apple or whatever. The thing is, is everything is still being held together to get the last ounce of blood. It's like the vampire given... Uh, the person he's sucking their uh, blood or the, the blood out of their neck is like him giving them a lollipop to raise their blood sugar level just so that they can, uh, you know, keep pumping that last uh, succulent uh, blood. And these are blood suckers, okay? Because the Bible says a life is in the blood. And the vampire, what? It lives by sucking your blood and the life force that's in the blood. So the life force that was in America was its middle class. Guess what? The middle class in America is dead. It's not dying. It's dead. It's finished. You don't have 44 million people on food stamps and the mortgage crisis that we're facing. Oh, and people send me emails. I want to answer this question. Is this a good time to buy a house? No, 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 no. Is this a good time to buy a house? No, 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 no. Because the housing market is going to get incredibly hit. And, and, you know, you're better off to rent because taxes are going to increase as municipalities go out. One of the things I talked about years ago, a decade ago, is what happens when municipalities go broke. That'll never happen. Wall Street will never let that happen. And I said, Wall Street's the one that'll engineer it. You know, so the point is, is that Wall Street reigns, Main Street dies, and Main Street America is what was Americana. It's what all of us grew up with. Those of us, I'm 59, so at least I can relate to that. But now what do you have? You have a virtual world that's filled with blood and gore and every form of horror that's imagined. You've got it filled with aliens, demons. You've got it filled with ancient gods and ancient, uh, uh, you know, everything from warlocks, wizards, and, and you've got the biggest selling series of books, obviously, Harry Potter, how teaching little Mary how to put a curse on Johnny. You see, the thing is witchcraft and, and the sorcery in the book of Revelation, they never repented of their sorcery. And we've become the world's greatest sorcerers, and we don't even need apprentices anymore. We Absolutely. are the sorcerers. Absolutely, folks. And if you think, well, I'm depressed, I'm just going to go take some uh, Valium or some more psychotropic drugs, you better think twice. That will only drop your hedge. Uh, that's already been lowered in your life, and it's going to drop it to the ground, and then the demonic spirits are just going to flow in. Next thing you know, they'll find you dead like they did Heath Ledger, who uh, couldn't sleep more than an hour at a time. He was being so tormented, and the drugs didn't help help Heath. Uh, Steve, we're going to take about a five-minute break and then bring you back on for the third hour, and um, we're going to bring Romy back hey, on with you. Hey, yeah, let's bring Romy on. So when you come back from the break, call her. I give you her number, right? Absolutely. 
We'll take a five-minute break, and we'll be back with Steve Quell and uh, Romy. And if you're just tuning in, uh, Steve Quell tonight, stevequell.com is his website. You can reach Steve at steve777 at stevequell.com. At the conclusion of this show, the program will be in the MP3 archives. If uh, you're joining us late, I would encourage you to go back, download it, send it to every one of your friends, burn CDs, get the word out. This is a very important message tonight, the beginning of sorrows, uncertain tomorrows. We'll be right back.
comes an amazing product that many are calling the greatest discovery in the history of weight loss supplements. Desert Burn Hoodia. Desert Burn Hoodia is an all-natural supplement that helps curb your appetite by sending a signal to your brain that you're full when you haven't even eaten. Imagine an all-natural product that makes you feel less hungry and helps you lose more weight without the stimulant effects found in most diet pills. The technology to help you lose weight has finally arrived. I've been taking Desert Burn for almost four weeks and I've lost 10 pounds. The most amazing thing is I just don't think about food. It's like the hunger switch got turned off. Now available in the USA. Experience the power of real Hootia Gordoni. Available through this special radio offer. Order Desert Burn Hootia now by calling 702-430-1890. That's 702-430-1890. Or order securely online at DesertBurn.com. This is the year to remake yourself. Try Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon. All right, folks, and we're back. Welcome to Omega Man Radio. We've got special guest tonight, Steve Quell. Website, stevequell.com. You can also email Steve at steve777 at stevequell.com. Steve, uh, before we bring Rami on, we've got uh, several people in the chat room which are asking me to please have Steve uh, repeat again the vision that the Lord gave you last year. Um, that's all the details they gave me. Do you know what they're talking about? It was a uh, a vision that the uh, the Lord had uh, given you last year. Let me, uh, folks, I'm having a little bit of technical difficulty. Stand by one second. Okay, Steve, do I have you back, brother? Folks, uh, stand by here. I'm having a problem with my switchboard. Let me uh, bring Rami on, and then we'll get Steve on. Let's see if we got Rami. Bear with me. Rami, uh, are you on the air? Hello, Rami. Let's try it again. Rami, are you there? Folks, I'm having uh, some technical problems. That or we're under another uh, hacker attack. I would not be surprised. So what I want you to do is uh, stand by. We're going to uh, get Steve back. And if you're just tuning in, this is a live program. Um we have difficulties every time we bring Steve on because the information that he's got is so important that uh, there are entities that do all they can to block the uh, the program or try to disrupt it because they don't want you to have the information. There we go, Hello. Steve. Do I have you back? All right. <laughs> uh, we have Steve back. I am back. Is Romy on with us? Okay, we're going to bring her on. As I uh, just mentioned, um, it's uh, just like the enemy to try to stop these programs because the truth is going out tonight, folks, that can make a difference between life and death for you and your families. And um, there are people that uh, don't want you to be able to make a difference. They want to see you dead. 
So I praise God for you being brave, Steve, and coming on tonight. Uh, we're going to continue. We're going to dial uh, Romy right now. Stand by, folks. Hello? Romy. Hello? Hello? Hey. Sure. Steve, I have you there? Yep, I'm here. Hi, Romy. The microphone is yours, Hi, brother. Steve. Hi, Bruce. Hello. Welcome. Well, first of all, Thank Romy, you. Uh, Romy, a lot of people have been asking me, would you give us an update on your husband? And I mean, how many surgeries did Steve and your husband go through? Oh, my goodness. He went through four, and um, he's just finished up the fourth one a week and a half ago, and we left Colorado um, <laughs> yesterday, and uh, we, we are he's on his way to being healed, and thank you for everyone's prayers, for your intercessions. God bless you. I know this was uh, supposed to be a takedown by the enemy, but thank God he intervened, and I'm sure it's through the power of the intercessory prayers and all your love uh, directed at us through Jesus, and he's doing really, really well, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. He's ready to get up and start preaching again, so I'm I'm doing really well, and uh, I just, I, I love the show. A friend of mine actually put me on, Steve, on speaker on a cell phone so I could hear you guys tonight, and it's been a phenomenal show. I've loved everything that you've been addressing. Thank you for asking. Well, Romy, listen, here's the deal. I want you to share what the Lord has been laying on your heart and then lead the people in prayer, especially that they might have an encounter with the Holy Spirit because the sadness that I hear in people's voices, they want to do what God says. And when someone says to them, well, you need to seek God, they say, I don't know how. So would you just share a little bit and then pray for the people that are brothers and sisters? Because, again, it is my contention, I know it's also yours and certainly Bruce's, that we are, we are running out of time and that people need a miraculous intervention in their life by the living God. There are people who are crying out desperately for a release of money, even to put food on their table, to be healed. Obviously, you've gone through the battle of your collective marriage life together. Individually, you both yeah. have fought some of the most hellish uh, you know, uh, invasions of your body, and God bless Stephen. I mean, he's, since I, he's been an, out of commission for 90 days, in and out of surgery, so I praise God for that. <laughs> Go ahead, Romy, and share what's on your heart as to, if you would, the lateness of the hour and the necessity of, of coming closer to Jesus and getting the power of the Holy Spirit in a person's life. I'd love to, Steve. Um, first of all, thank you both Steve and Bruce for um, asking me to come on and pray and entrusting me with uh, blessing and, and ministering to the listening audience worldwide. And I'd like every one of you to know that uh, every time you go on, Bruce, um, and I know you go by Shannon too, so a.k.a. Shannon, and God bless you. And God bless you for having my brother Steve on. And it's been, it's, it's just precious to me. Um, the ministry of intercession is precious to me, and I know to the heart of God. And I know that it's because of that intercession that God has been so merciful that the intercessors worldwide are praying for both of you and all of the watchmen, the true watchmen, who love and serve the Lord Jesus Christ. And anyway, uh, without further ado, let me uh, just share with your listeners, yes, what you've been hearing is the truth. And I'm, I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I love to write. I love to, uh, I love the supernaturalness of our God. I love the fact that he is 
the only way, the truth and the life. And Jesus said that. And I know that last time uh, Bruce was on with Steve, uh, that many of you gave your hearts to Jesus. And you're wondering and have been wondering if you got saved that night and in the coming days and weeks. And yes, you are saved. And the biggest lie of the enemy is, no, you're outside of God's grace. But I want to tell you that you did give your heart to Jesus. And if you're giving your heart to Jesus tonight for the first time, uh, that is the only place that we can find true safety in. We can go to uh, the ends of the earth. We can go to Patagonia. We can go to Thailand. We can go to the mountains of Tibet. But if we do not have the living Christ, to turn to and to have him tabernacle in our hearts and spirits because we're created with that God-shaped vacuum. And many of you have probably had Christian friends that have shared with you about that God-shaped vacuum, but it's true. There is something that only the living God, the one and true living God, can fill. And we are out of time. We're not running out of time. We are already there, and we're in those times that Steve and Bruce are addressing tonight. And I would like to pray for you. And, and also, uh, I saw a very, very sick woman, and uh, maybe it's because of my own recent ordeal, having gone through this with my husband, but you have uh, very advanced stage 4 cancer of some type, and it seems to be in your uh, lymphatic system and in your bloodstream. And the Lord says, uh, don't listen to what the doctors are saying. And I'm, I'm not telling you to stop any medication or uh, if you, you know, want to continue with treatments. But the Lord says he is healing you tonight. And I don't know what type of cancer it is, maybe lymphoma. But the Lord says he is touching you tonight. So receive that as from the Lord. This certainly has nothing to do with me. I'm just being obedient. I'm a messenger. So I'm going to give that word. And if you would like to call in or email uh, Bruce and Steve or both of them, I know that they would appreciate uh, the confirmation. There are other people with uh, diseases of the blood and autoimmune system diseases uh, that the Lord wants to touch right now. If you will just say, like a child, Lord, heal me. Even if you don't think you know him yet, um, uh, let him introduce himself to you. I've seen many, many people who don't know the Lord and have never walked with the Lord uh, just simply say, Lord, heal me, and they have been healed from uh, terminal illnesses and given their lives to Jesus, and it's a beautiful thing uh, to have an encounter with the living Christ. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And I've got a supernatural testimony that sometime, Bruce, I would love to share uh, with with your audience. And I, Steve knows most of it, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And the Lord's done a lot of fun things in my life and in Stephen's. But it's so encouraging to hear brethren share about the supernaturalness of our God breaking through time and space as we know it. And if we ever needed him to break through, it's now. So, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you, Father, for all those people that you're touching, Lord. Uh, the one that's got lung cancer that you just showed me, a man with lung cancer. Uh, he's wondering if you, if you saw him, if you heard his prayer uh, while I was just asking you and, and seeking your face and your wisdom. Lord, touch that man and let him know the reality of the healing touch of Jesus Christ, Lord, overshadow him and heal him. And, Lord, the people with the blood illnesses, Lord, autoimmune diseases, and that woman with a fourth-stage uh, 
blood disease, the lymphoma, I believe. Lord, in Jesus' name, I'm asking for healing from heaven, Lord. Time and space, Lord, and the universe that we know in our limited capacity, Lord, mentally and spiritually. Lord, uh, we, we only have glimpses of heaven. Uh, we couldn't bear more than glimpses of heaven and to be caught up with you occasionally, Lord, and for you to show yourself to us, Lord, and your angels. And I bless you, Lord, that you're sending your ministering angels right now all over the world. Lord, they're being dispatched from heaven, and I can see that. They're being dispatched, and they have big smiles on their faces as they're going out with healing bowls, Lord God, full of the healing of your glory. Lord, that's going to bring glory to your kingdom. Father, and to disperse it all over the world. And Holy Spirit, I ask that in the name of Jesus Christ, you would come and make Jesus real, real to everyone who's listening. I ask that you would cause them to want to know that that great emptiness that they have felt all these years and the, the feeling like, am I ever going to be whole? Am I ever going to feel like I really belong to someone Am I ever going to feel that loved? And, Lord, uh, Steve has told me many times that there is no safe place. There is no other place to find safety or that kind of love, Lord, that agape love that covers all our sins, forgives us, Lord, and sets our feet on a straight path. Lord, you bind up the wounded and the broken in heart. Lord, you pick us up when we can't even pick ourselves up any longer and when we're too weak to walk. You pick us up and carry us, Lord God. Father, in Jesus, we have life, and we have it abundantly. And, Lord, though we're going through uh, the end of days, truly, and we're seeing uh, absolutely amazing things happen geographically and economically, Lord, with the powers that be and uh, the elites, Lord God, who would uh, kill your people. And do it in the name of their God, the God of this world, Lord, the devil. I pray, Lord, that you would set your people free. Lord, even as your servant Moses prayed, that's what he lived for, Lord, to see your people set free again. And, Lord, I pray that even as you promised in your word, Lord, you would set your people free. And, Lord, you said, Jesus, take my yoke upon you and follow me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And, Lord, I pray for all those people tonight who are having thoughts of suicide because things are so overwhelming financially and emotionally and physically, and they just can't seem to keep up and, and get a break. And, Lord, I pray that you would strengthen them with your strength from the very throne room, Lord God, as we come in before you boldly, Father, because of Jesus, because of what he did on the cross for us. Lord, he gave us that kind of entrance to come before you, Lord, and he tore the veil that separated God from man by his own death and his own resurrection, Lord. And, Father, I thank you for the cost, Lord, that it cost him everything. He he tasted of every sin. And, Lord, there is no sin that is unforgivable except the sin against the Holy Ghost. And I, I just want to encourage all those people that think they have sinned against you, Mothers who have uh, aborted children in the past. And, Lord, that's always a big issue. 
And, Lord, that their children really are there, really love them. And, Lord, as Steve has gotten letters, and I'm sure Bruce has, that guilt that goes along with it. Lord, let them have visions of their children saying, I love you, I love you, and I'm here, and I'm growing up in heaven, and I'm praying for you. And, Lord, they're growing up spotlessly, like little lambs, Lord God, in your kingdom, in the kingdom of God. Father, I ask that you would shower the earth, Lord God, that you would raise up the intercessors worldwide again, Lord, with one cry, one voice, Lord God, to reach heaven itself, Lord, Lord, to come into the third heaven, and that we might all come before you, Lord God, pleading, Lord, for a little more time and a lot more rain, Lord God, from heaven, that you would rain upon us, Lord, your grace, your mercy, your peace, your love, Uh, Lord, you are without Uh, conditional love. You love us and you take us in no matter what our sin and you cleanse us as white as snow and you dress us in wedding white. Lord, I bless your servants for preaching the gospel, for being about the work of the kingdom in these days, Lord God, when it is perilous for them. For everyone who, Lord, would dare to step across that line and say, I challenge you to go to Jesus and see if he's real. And, Lord, that you might have a a plentiful harvest, that you would send workers out into the harvest even more. Lord, I ask that you would raise them up and take any fear out of their souls, Lord God, and spirits. And, Lord, that we would see an incredible harvest during this time of great geographical, political, and economical upheaval. Lord, throughout the earth, I pray for the people in Libya that need to be freed up from the reign of terror of another dictator, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for what's happening in Egypt. And, Lord, you are freeing up the young people to come to you, Lord. And you're using some of us, Lord God, to help mentor them and and teach them to walk in your ways. And, Lord, they're overtaking us, some of them, in their prayer lives and in their lives. And, Lord, some of them have radical testimonies. They've never even heard the name of Jesus in their lives and they're coming to you supernaturally Lord through dreams and visions and through your people being obedient to share with them. Lord we bless your holy name tonight we ask for your grace Lord to cover your people in Japan Lord I pray that you would keep those nuclear reactors settled and quiet that you would uh, somehow Lord determine a remedy for those but I thank you that you've used this as a wake up call Lord, all over the world, even though it's still coming out slowly and people sort of have that cognitive dissidence that my friend spoke of earlier, uh, not to believe that. They want to believe the Wall Street Journal, that this is being hyped up. And, Lord, that's the mainstream news. I ask that you would give them the real news and the good news to go before that, that they might have Jesus that they might have life eternal, that they might know that they have life, that you would let, Holy Spirit, that you would show them the power that they have in Christ indwelling them, and that you are real, Lord Jesus, and I ask that you would give them a sign, not that we need one, but that, Lord, you would give them one in your mercy and in your loving kindness, Lord, that you would let them know they are beloved, of you, beloved in the kingdom of God, and that you're just waiting, Lord, with the best robe and the signet ring and the sandals and the fatted calf, Lord, to have a party in heaven that your children, 
who you have called by name from before they were even in their mother's womb, you knew their members. And Lord, I ask that they would know and have a witness in their spirit right now that it's time to come home. It's past time to come home and that, Father, you are waiting there for them with all the saints, Lord God. And I commit them and I commit every single person listening tonight. And if you've got any physical illness, any physical illness at all, any uh, mental illness that that has troubled you or uh, stumbled you and caused you to feel like taking your own life, that's a lie from hell. And you belong to the Lord, which is why you're listening tonight. So please... Believe me, and I'm a nothing and a nobody, but I am a servant of the Most High God and His Son, and I'm a messenger for the Lord. I'm a daughter of the King, and He's so real. And after 40 years of walking with Him since I was just a, a very young woman out of my teens, I've, I've known Him to be wholly true, and He'll be wholly true to you. God bless you, and I ask these things in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, Romy, there's some people out there right now asking, um, what do I need to do to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior? I want to go ahead and make that decision tonight. I want to be prepared uh, no matter what happens down the road. How can they invite the Lord into their heart tonight? Well, why don't we just go ahead and uh, they, they usually refer to this as a sinner's prayer, but it's just really turning your heart over to the Lord Jesus Christ and repenting of your sins and acknowledging him as Lord and Savior. So I'll go ahead and say a prayer, and we'll just pray together and go before the Lord. And um, you can be on your spiritual knees if you're driving in a car or a truck or, uh, or on a train or whatever, a plane, whoever you're listening to this. Uh, we'll just pray and ask the Lord uh, to come into your heart and life and know for a fact that you are being sealed by the Holy Spirit of God himself. And when you are sealed as a child of the King, it's forever. And he will change your life. You don't have to go about trying to change your own. He'll change it for you. And you don't have to jump through hoops of fire or do back wheels or, or cartwheels or back bends. You just love Jesus and ask him to reveal himself beautifully to you. Get into the Word of God, which is the Bible. And uh, I love the new King, the, uh, well, I like the old King James and the new King James, but um, uh, I imagine any good Bible will do, but those are two really good ones. And let me pray for you that the Lord will seal your salvation. Uh, Father, in Jesus' name, I come before you deeply aware of my sin against you. And I want to belong to you forever and ever. And I want eternal life with you and with all the saints. I want to be prepared physically, spiritually, emotionally, and in every other way. And I want to be able to begin living my life for you. I want to repent of my sins and sin no more. I want to be your child. And Jesus, I want you to be my brother and my great intercessor before the Father. I want entrance into the throne room. I want entrance into the kingdom of God where my prayers will be heard, not only on my behalf, but on behalf of all my family members and friends. And I accept you into my heart. I ask you and invite you into my heart to be my Lord, to be my Savior forever, for all eternity, that I might never be separated from you again in my life.
and I'd run from you, and I, I knew that you were after me. I knew that there was a great void there, and I need you. I need you to love me. I need you to pick me up and throw your arms around me and kiss me on both my cheeks and just hold me close and teach me of your ways and of your Father's ways and teach me, open my eyes to understand the Word of God as I read the Bible and help me take baby steps and learn really quickly because of the days that we're in and protect me and protect my family spiritually and let us be brave in that day when having done all we have to stand against these things that are coming against the earth right now let me stand gloriously and victoriously saying i belong to jesus and lord let them be like the early christians who were thrown into the lions in the great big sports arenas, Lord, for sport, and who died bravely, Lord, who gave their lives up without even a thought. And, Lord, like your servant Stephen, the first martyr, who, Lord, your servant Paul, before he was saved, held his very cloak while he was stoned to death and ministering and witnessing about you. Lord, give us the strength. Give us the strength to be like that, Lord, to have no fear, to know that you're with us always, even unto the end of the age. And, Lord, the age is closing. And, Lord, we bless you that when we come before you, as we are right now, and repent, Lord, that you will take us into the kingdom of God. Lord, that we will never be alone, that we will always have you, and that the Holy Spirit, who is in us, will lead us and guide us into all truth. And we have that need that no man teach us, but the Holy Ghost who is in us will bring bring us into all truth. Lord, we bless you. I bless you for all of those that have just given their lives to you. And, Lord, that really mean it. I know, Lord, I can. I just sense, Lord, there are hundreds of people listening right now that are just them making sure that they're walking and that they're saved and that they are going to walk arm in arm with you, Lord God, beside you, beside you, Lord. And they'll always hear your voice and they'll always know your voice from the enemies. You said that your sheep hear your voice and they follow you and they will not follow a stranger. Lord, become as real to them as their next breath. Become as real to them as uh, the person or family that they live with, Lord. I pray for the little children uh, up to the eldest, Lord, uh, the eldest to the youngest tonight, and I thank you for each soul, Lord. I know that all of heaven is rejoicing over the people that have just come in to the kingdom of God, and I welcome you to the family of God with my brothers, and I just bless you in the name of Jesus, and I commit you and your lives to the work of the kingdom of God for what time we have left, and as we prepare our hearts, our minds, our bodies, our our, uh, our storage, whatever, I just bless you in Jesus' holy name, and I, I just... I'm so excited that you're all part of the family of God now. And, um, you know, and, and Jesus said, if you share me with men, that he'll share you before the kingdom. And um, if, you do, if you deny him before men, he'll also deny you. But all of those that you that just stepped across the line now have eternal life in Jesus. And I'm very, very excited. <laughs> I'm having a hard time not bubbling over here, but... God Praise bless God. each and every one of you. <laughs> Amen. Well, you just made that decision tonight. It was the most important decision you could make. Because come what may, uh, when your spirit leaves the body, you'll be present before the Lord. And uh, yeah. if you make that decision tonight, you don't have to fear what comes. 
Should you still prepare? Absolutely. That would just be prudent. But uh, you need to prepare, number one, spiritually, and then ask God what he'd have you to do. Obey it and uh, get about the Lord's business for the time we have remaining because time is short for us all. God bless you for coming on tonight, Romy. Thank you so much, Bruce, and thank you, Steve, and God bless you, and I'll be listening to the rest of the show. Thank you, Romy. Well, Bruce, Steve, I the uh, microphone is yours, brother. Well, I think the thing that people need to understand, too, especially those who are, let's say, struggling in their walk with the Lord, the, probably the best resource I could tell you to go to is DerekPrince.org. He has a foundation series that quite dramatically changed my life. And I would encourage those of you that have just given your heart to Jesus or have been struggling your walk to go to DerekPrince.org. You have to register with your email and stuff, but they're not selling your name. They just want to basically give you the ability to have them pray for you and stuff. But he has the best teaching, in my opinion, and I don't know how many hundreds if not thousands of books I've read by all the different guys out there in the past, but he has probably one of the best foundation series for new Christians and if you've got a good foundation, the weathering storm is not going to tear you down. So I would just encourage you to go to DerekPrince.org. And, and again, uh, there are two series I would recommend, the Foundation Series and also Spiritual Conflict. Because now that you've accepted Jesus, you're going to have your eyes open to a world you never knew existed or may have had a feeling existed. But Derek teaches you, for instance, today, Bruce, his devotion for the day is the importance of communion and how many people who are unchurched, meaning there are a lot of us that would never step in a church, an official building again, but it's not to say that maybe we, we wouldn't or if the chance presented itself or the Lord told us to go and ministry would, but you know there are a lot of people who are in the wilderness. But I want to remind everybody that the power of God, when the living God led the children of Israel out of Egypt, the power of God was more present in the wilderness than in the city. Now, the city, obviously, there was judgment, but in the wilderness is where the power of God is truly manifest. I don't know how we're all going to get there. I don't know when we're all going there. But I can tell you this, Bruce, that we are all going into the wilderness. We will not be living in our houses watching big-screen plasma TVs, waiting for Jesus to come home, watching some guy on television telling us to send us the money that uh, you know to keep him on the air, just so he can go have a pedicure, uh, a Brioni suit, you know, a nice new uh, spiffy this or that, and brag about how God's blessing him at the expense of all the starving sheep of the Lord's pasture. I would encourage everyone tonight, whether you, those of you especially who are Christians, to intercede as you've never interceded before, that God would stop the plans for the introduction of martial law. The gruesomeness, I have decided now, I've got the witness of my spirit to go ahead and put up tomorrow uh, a confirmation from someone who basically has done it all in the black ops world. Uh, he was told that he, and his name is not on it, nor do I know his name, nor do I care to know his name, but I just want to say God bless you, my brother, for sending me that. And if you understand that there comes a time when the prophets see eye to eye, but God sends his dreams and visions. The scripture even teaches that in the dreams of the night does God seal a man's instruction. So when it's all coming down to this, when it, well, here you've got a man that basically is trained assassins, uh, expert in, this is what I'm posting tomorrow on my website, the Lord willing, uh, and the Internet's up. The point is, is that it will encourage those of you to understand there are men out there that have done it all and been involved in it all, but when God gives someone like this 
a vision that confirms the great persecution and the great uh, oh trauma and 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 slaughter that's coming upon the planet it will help you to get a handle on it and remember perfect love casts out all fear i quote the scripture bruce every day at the time i am afraid i trust in thee i remind myself over and over and over that jesus is the only one i can trust i can be bitter or i can be better unfortunately i went through a period where i was bitter as soon as I got to the point where I could get it over and forgive the people that I absolutely hated, and that's not an understatement, then God began to reestablish me and let me go back to where I had uh, fallen. You know, a lot of things can make us bitter. Only Jesus can make us better. And, Bruce, I just want to thank you once again for the opportunity to come on tonight. And I would tell people there has never been a more dangerous, a more perilous, a more uh, time on the pinnacle of eternity than we are now. I can't tell you how it's going to happen, but up until the Japanese reactor uh, blowing up and the tidal wave, etc., all those images have always happened over there. It's going to be a whole different story when all of it happens here. Sixty million little babies were slaughtered. God held out his hand of forgiveness and mercy to us if we would but repent. And he, I remember the day uh, a friend who's now dead, Mike McQuitty, is with the Lord, said, God said, I've offered you my mercy. If you reject my mercy, you will taste my judgment. The bottom line is God's not willing that any should perish. He takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked, though they delight in thinking it's going to be party hardy time and Miller time in hell, and they couldn't be more wrong. But the deception of the day, the spirit of lawlessness, when each man does that which is right in his own sight, there's never been a time like this. And for those of you that think the law of the land is on your side, there is no law of the land except brutality and might makes right. And unfortunately, Mao Zedong is more popular in America than Jesus Christ because the powers that be, the Luciferians, those who worship the fallen one, he who will come on the scene and be the embodiment of seemingly all wisdom and power to be challenged by the two witnesses and those who know how to overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony and loving not their lives unto death, that is what we're headed for. Your job, I understand we all need jobs, we all need income, etc., but the time comes when that will be simply fulfilled by the words of Jesus, for the night comes when no man can work. I can tell you, darkness has descended upon this land. It is, uh, you know, a fool's paradise to think that somehow, if we, if we just uh, pretend like nothing's there or nothing's going to hurt us or ever bite us in the butt, that somehow we're going to escape. The point is, the only place of escape is the secret place of the Most High God. He gives a key. He gives a welcoming mat. He allows us to enter in. He fills us with his spirit. He absolutely protects us with, with his warring angels until he calls us home. And, Bruce, that's the lateness of the hour. I told Bruce before we went on tonight. I said, Bruce, I have no guarantee of tomorrow. And that's why the beginning of sorrows, uncertain tomorrows. But the one thing we can be certain of is that literally the scripture is Jesus said, Lo, I am with you even to the end of the age. He will never forsake you. He will never abandon you. You may turn away from him. You may abandon him, but he's always there with his heart held out, his hand held out, saying, Come back, my beloved. And tonight, as Romy prayed, as Bruce and all of you agreed in prayer, this is the night for the prodigals to come home. This is the night for those who are terrified in the night, who are absolutely having heart palpitations, to come to a place of peace and a place of total, total trust. And listen, God gives us a spirit of trust. There are people that say, I trust God. Well, I've met enough of those in my life to know that they who brag on their own strength usually end up on their faces 
crying out for God's intervention versus those who throw themselves at the feet of our Savior and say, God, I can't do it without you. I'd rather do it with Jesus. I'd rather let him do it through me than try and do it on my own. And you are loved and you are protected and you are uh, strengthened by a strength that even the devil himself in all his rage can't steal from you because it is the inheritance of the saints in light. It is the very power of God unto salvation. And to as many as him, Jesus, as to as many as received him, Jesus gave, he gives he us the power to become the sons of God. And with the sons of God and the redemption that he provides through his blood, he gives us power and authority over unclean spirits. He gives us power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Those things named in the book of Revelation that speak terror into the heart of unbelieving man that absolutely uh, uh, speak victory to the heart of those who walk with the living God. Jesus loves us. This we know because the Bible tells us so. He's not open to the ridicule of the mockery or the mockery of the scoffers, of the sinners, or of the doubters, because God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And guess what, Bruce? I love to be in the realm of the company of saints who simply know that they are who they are because Jesus has redeemed us to be who he has commanded us to be and originally created us to be. He breathed in the spirit of life. Man became a living spirit. And in that name, the name above all names, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, shall all redemption. No man comes into the Father except through him. That drives the Luciferians crazy. It drives people mad. They try and eradicate the living God by, by killing his uh, children and slaughtering and spilling their blood. But the blood of the saints cries out from ages in time immemorial that Jesus Christ is Lord. And this is that which overcomes the spirit of the age is the spirit of living God. And ladies and gentlemen, I just uh, you've already been prayed for. And Bruce, my voice is going. And I Steve, uh, bless you, my brother, and the, thank you. In the final minutes, I want you to uh, please give out uh, your contact information. I mention one more time, please, the sites where people can get information on the Iridium sat phone and also some of the uh, nuclear preparedness kits. Well, first of all, again, the satellite phone, you can go to my website, stevequail.com, and again, uh, they've only got a limited number. This is not a sales pitch. It's those of you that want to keep in contact or need to keep in contact for the benefit of your uh, mutual assistance group or whatever you want to call it. You can call All Road Sat. Tell them uh, you want the Steve Quail special, 888-884-7623, 888-884-7623. My website is Steve Quayle, dot com. Uh, the site I would recommend for the new Christians or even struggling Christians to go and get some of the best teaching in the world. I owe my life in the Lord Jesus Christ to Derek Prince. Obviously, G- Jesus saved me, but I was fortunate to be trained under his literal ministry. Great man of God, yes. DerekPrince.org. Uh, for those of you that want information on radiation and everything associated with it, go to Shane Connors, K-I, the letter K, the, as in Kilo, the letter I, as in uh, India, the letter L, as in uh, love, I don't know what, or Lima, excuse me, O, as in Oscar, I'm sorry, K-I for you. I'm just running through the alphabet. K-I, the, the, the number four, and the letter U, as in uniform. So. Steve, uh, two more links I need. Uh, give information on um, where people can get some great supplements. Did you say Inner Health Foods? 
Yes, Enter Health Foods. Go on my website, ladies and gentlemen. And for those of you that want the best colloidal silver, and I'm telling you this, the gentleman that owns this company is a, is a cut above everybody else in the country, in my opinion. He's one of the most amazing guys. So Mazo Silver, uh, the, the whole issue of silver and what it can do for your health, this is not the nonsense that's been on talk radio for a long time. You can absolutely go to my site, click on the banner, and you can call them and you can contact them. It's called Purist Colloids, puristcolloids.com. Obviously tell them. Uh, you know, that I sent you because it helps them to know. And then, again, on Inner Health Food, you want to get the Inner Food. Uh, you know, you can, um, forgive me, you can mix it in a smoothie. I literally have had people on the radio call and testify to the efficacy of that. I mean, people from veterans who are literally dying, people who are, are coming out of radiation therapy with no strength, uh, 866-762-9238, 866-762-9238. 9238. And for shortwave radios, go to radiolabs.com, radiolabs.com, and uh, get their modified Sanji. And I don't know if it's an 818 now or an 828, but you can call them and ask them what they recommend. They, they tweak the frequency, and there will come a time when everybody will need to have a shortwave radio. When everything else is down, because there will be pirate stations, meaning broadcast locations with backup generators that will be broadcasting whatever news is available. Absolutely. And then finally, I want to ask you, Steve, if there's someone out there listening live or on MP3 that says, you know, I would like to help some of the veterans, I'd like to help a single mom, mom or a widow, uh, how can I get involved in the uh, humanitarian relief that uh, you're involved in, Steve? What would well, be the best way to contact? I would call it a humanitarian thing, and I, I know I'm not going to argue with the, the verse of it, but it's basically what I would call the gifting of God's grace to others' lives. And I want to put it in that context, Bruce, because it's not the Red Cross. We're touching lives one life at a time, but yeah. they can send me an email, tell me they want to get involved, uh, you know, and there's so many needs. Just tonight I probably have a half a dozen requests One's a Marine, uh, one's a single mom, two kids. And, and what I like to do, the reason somebody said, well, why do you post the testimonies? Do you know why? Because more people have been touched through those testimonies than all yeah. the preaching in the world on giving. I can tell you that. And I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, should I do that? And I felt like he said yes. He said, I want my people to get involved in caring for others because I'll work miracles through love. Doesn't the Scripture say faith works by love? Amen. How do you show the love of Jesus Christ? By demonstrating it, folks. Helping those in need. Helping the veterans, the widows, the single moms, the orphans, and blessing Israel. God bless you for coming on tonight, Steve. It's always my honor and pleasure to have you on. And, um, Father God, I just ask for a, for a uh, warrior angels to surround Steve and all the listeners out there tonight for their protection. I cover Steve and everyone out there with the blood of Jesus. And I just ask God for your healing power on those that are infirm tonight, and you would open doors that no man can shut for all of us. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you, Steve. God bless you, Bruce. And for those who are interested in biological chemical warfare, I wrote the first book publicly when no one else wanted to touch it called Breathe No Evil. For those of you that want to understand weather warfare and earthquake uh, modification and all the weaponry that's being used, harp and other types of weapons, my book, Weather Wars and Unnatural Disasters, and you can get those either online or by calling us 
at my phone number, 406-586-4840, 406-586-4840, or just click on the books, and there's a shopping cart there. Again, ladies and gentlemen, God bless you, and remember this, he who is in you and for you is greater than he who is in the world, and that's the spirit of the living God is greater than all the fallen angels and the devil and the, the, the doomsters of darkness. And I'm talking about Jesus is truly capable of taking care of his own sheep. So he can say, Father, none have I lost except the son of perdition. And there are a lot of son of perdition. Remember this, anybody that claims to be a Christian, you can trust their testimony, but verify. If they have no fruit, say, go out into an orchard, brother, and plant something with your life and come back after you've got fruit. We're not to judge, that means sentence, but we can see if there's any fruit. If there's no fruit, then i got to tell you something, maybe the root isn't in the right uh, source or the right soil. I pray, Bruce, that we'll all be wise virgins and nothing worse than a dumb virgin because the bridegroom comes, and guess what? She doesn't get to go in. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. God God bless you, Steve. God bless everyone. Check us out on OmegaManRadio.com.